Pickaxe. Welcome back to Curse of Strahd, our party having rested at the Wizard of Wines under the protection of the Were-Ravens faces a decision. Do they seek out Babala Saga and try to recover the next relic that has been prophesied to help them? Or do they travel to Kresik to gain the aid of others? Initially, fearing Babala Saga's powers, they decide to head to Kresik, but ridden with guilt at abandoning the Were-Ravens captured children, they decide to seek out the witch herself instead, and at least free her captives first. Exploring the ruined village of Berez, the party find it a fetid swamp with only ramshackle buildings and waterlogged farms. They encounter the spirit of the Burgomaster of Berez, but Tatiana uses her magic to help put his spirit to ease. Avoiding Babalasaga's attention so far, the party find the were-raven children trapped within a fenced pen topped with human skulls. It seems to be warded against shape changes. The Maya shifts into a spider form and flies over the fence with the aid of an insect swarm. But as Jesper cuts into the fence with the sun sword to free the children, the skulls atop it emit a horrendous screech that echoes across the ruined village. Many shapes begin to stir in the fog and mist. And that's my dear friends is where we begin today uh i am gonna no, bring thank up thank you no mm. no nope. see ya so Bye. if i remember correctly we could just leave like yeah so we have um the Maya, both of the Mayas are inside the pen, having either climbed over it as a giant spider or flown in, carried by their insect swarm, and they are inside the pen with the were-raven children, who are still bound by ropes, they're still tied to like a fence post embedded in the earth. Um, Rose and Jesper on the outside of the fence. Jesper has like cut a, a chunk of this wooden fence post off with the sun sword. Rose was trying me. to ease the children. Um, nope. Whereas Dog's body uh, the two were-raven parents, Adrian uh, and Stefania, uh, along with Irina and Ismark, are all also outside. Just to kind of give you guys a rundown of everything. Um, and then, in Ulrich Manor. Yeah. So uh, we are going to pretty much go straight into rolling initiative here as you'd already begun to see several of these scarecrows that had been set out in the the farms and the waterlogged uh, village have pulled themselves free from their kind of poles and are now menacingly coming towards you with these long curved claw-like hands. <laughs> with these kind of hideous straw faces with these stitched grins. Well, shit. <laughs> so, Jesper, is that a 25 for initiative? Yeah, it is. Oh, you noticed. <laughs> I did notice. Very well done. Uh, oh, God, I can't tell on my... Th right, which Maya has the creepy scarecrow icon face? Uh... Oh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for your character avatar, which what, what one did you pick? You picked him. I don't know. I'll, I'll be creepy scarecrow skeleton face. 
Right, okay, okay. and then so the so other one is the one. kind of bulb head with loads of eyes on it. Oh, I, I was looking at the wrong one. They're both as disgusting as each other, Mark. <laughs> Which one are you? I'll be the, I'll be the undead-looking one. <laughs> right, okay. I'm talking about your D&D Beyond character sheets, not the Roll20 icons. Oh, oh, I'm the one with a million eyes. You're the one with a million eyes. Thank you. Right, I'm, I'm the baghead dude. Your baghead. Bag okay. That's what I need to know. So Rhiannon's at 20, Tom's at 16. Uh, Rose, what's your initiative? Uh, 21. 21. Dog's body. 19. 19. Uh, and then I've got a roll for Irina. Uh, 16. Is on the slowest at 16? God damn. Really um, uh, yeah. Uh, 16, Irina and Tom Tom Meyer uh, are the, the lowest. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, so, yes, but you are the first to react. You can begin to see... You know, at different points, some of them are quite far away, because I think that on the map at the moment, it's actually, yeah, quite a big distance. Um, there's probably three of these scarecrows that you can see within any any sort of short distance, uh, but you do see ones much further out uh, that are, you know, gaining distance, basically. Gaining distance, perfect. Um, uh, yeah, coming closer. <laughs> Reducing distance. Yeah. Um, do I notice how quickly they are moving towards the party? Like, uh, are they, they shambling? Will be, they, no, they are fast moving. These are not like zombies. There's These right there. move with right a there. kind of uh, unnatural right. gait uh, very, very rapidly. I'm suddenly aware of how close they are. <laughs> Because they're now on the screen. Well, these squares, these aren't five foot squares. These oh, the yeah. maps, the, the map that you're looking at, at the moment is like a, a wider map of the village. There's no battle map for this. Um, at the moment, they're approximately sort of like seventy feet away. Th- these first three are about seventy feet on the edges of the your peripheral vision. There are other shapes, like more than like you know maybe a hundred, two hundred feet uh, out in the mists, but it's hard to see exactly how far and where they are. Um, but you remember passing several of these scarecrows in the past. My instinct is, uh, um, when I'm cutting through this and hearing that horrific sound, is to just be like, no, no, not again. And uh, I think Jesper's going to try and look up at the barricade and see if there's any way for him to climb it himself. Uh, is it slick? Okay. Is it, it's not is slick. it possible? No, it's made from wood. It's definitely possible to climb over. Yeah, just be an athletics check. We can protect ourselves, maybe inside, for now, until we think of a better plan. Um, and I'm going to try and climb in. Okay. Uh, athletics check then, please. That's an 18. Easily enough. There's, um, you know, there's gaps in between the posts that you can kind of dig your fingers into. You kind of call up your hands, get covered in kind of rough, uh, small cuts and splinters. But in the kind of panic and adrenaline, you clamber up and swing over onto the inside of the pen, uh, dropping down uh, next to the giant spider and uh, insect-covered Maya uh, who had climbed over previously. Is that my movement, Mark Humes? Generous, that would benevolent be, yeah. DM. No, it is your movement. So your movement speed is what? 
uh, 40. Okay, so it's about half that to climb up. Um, so you move at like a, a half speed when you're climbing. So it's maybe about sort of like 10 feet up uh, this fence post, maybe a little bit more. Um, it's up to you. Do you want to jump down or do you climb down on the other side? I'm going to jump down. All right, okay. Um, you make an acrobatics check for me if you wish to try and reduce any damage sure. that you would take. Sure. That's a 22 there. Yeah, you don't take any damage. You you quite happily 10-foot jump down, tuck and roll, um, and land without any major injury. Um, You have 10 feet of movement left. So can I get to the children in the middle? Yep. Perfect. Uh, The one that's closest to me, uh, Mm -hmm. did you say there was three? How many were there? There were three children. Two boys, maybe about sort of like four and five, and then a much, much like a three-year-old girl, and they're all tied up. Um, I'm going to, if I have the time to do this, if they're gagged or anything, I'm going to remove that and try and speak to them very briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, you've got enough time to like remove one of their gags, like one of the boys or the young girl's gag. Probably not all the, three of them, the eldest, one of them. The eldest okay, I'll yeah. speak to. Listen to me. You haven't got a lot of time. Ah. I'm going to bestow upon you the ability to move fast. You need to help guide the other two out, okay? Stay with us. Yes, I can't get free. We are tied down. I'm going to cast Freedom of Movement on this one. Okay. Um, For the duration, the target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain, and spells and other magical effects can neither reduce uh, the target speed nor cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained. Okay, so when you cast the spell, it's almost like the ropes that bind this one just seem to, like, come free. They just almost, like, they just slip off of his body as if, you know, they were too loosely tied. Um, and he's like, ah, yes, I, I am free. Th- thank you. But you, you must you must hurry. She will be she will be trying to get to you. Um, and then he can see him, like, trying to tug at his, like, brother's ropes. He's not strong enough to pull them free, but... He definitely is like tugging at them. They're all they're all tied up individually, so you're going to have to untie all three of them. I'll just tell them to get ready to climb, and we'll help. Okay, get remove remove yes. the restraints. Yes, I can get them. Uh, and it, the hole that you cut before with the sun sword is probably big enough because it was you know it was only one strike, but it's probably big enough for these kids to squeeze through, even if the the adults and you guys okay. can't. Um, uh, the kids probably yeah. will be able to squeeze through it. That's My if next they can leave. There is a kind of worried thing like as you're looking like if the if the were ravens couldn't get in can these kids get out you don't know right okay uh, cool That's excellent turn. turn nice all right rose i am going to rather than get inside there's already three people inside so i think mm-hmm. i'm going to it's pretty tight in there uh, take a couple of shots at whatever scarecrow is closest to us sure yep to try and thin yeah, down th- the numbers for the sake of ease because there is no full battle map i'll say that there's three of them which are all about equidistance and will likely get to you this turn like they're gonna run in and they're gonna try and engage you this combat you can see shapes in the mist coming towards you but there's at least three viable targets all of which you can take shots at if you wish like are as in, any like, of pick, them pick one. grouped together no they're all very they're actually okay. annoyingly all separated they're like you know there's like a like they've come from different parts of the swamp like the different parts of the village they've been drawn here so i'm gonna cast slayer's prey on whatever one is closest to me i rolled a two so that might not hit that sure, is let's, uh... <laughs> 
Let's say you've marked. Uh, let's say you've marked A for now. Okay, that's only an eleven to hit. Uh, eleven will still hit. Actually, these things—they seem quite okay. nimble. Um, but there's no armor. There's nothing to protect them. The arrow just kind of thuds cool. through. Um, but these are non-magical arrows, right? Yeah. Unf- so, I yeah, don't the have, arrow doesn't... I have a shitty, shitty weapon. <laughs> I know. The <laughs> arrows, unfortunately, do not. Um, that's Curse of Strahd, unfortunately. The arrows don't um, seem to have ooh. as much impact as you would hope, um, even though they're quite easy to hit. Full damage on that one. So that's eight, nine, okay. ten, 12 damage on the first arrow. Half um, to six, with... as they are resistant. Um, and Slayer's Prey damage uh, is... I rolled three. And that's just normal damage. It's not like force damage or anything, is it? Yeah, I think it's just normal damage. Just normal damage, yeah. So unfortunately, that is also reduced. So the arrow kind of thuds into one of their bodies and it just keeps coming as if nothing's touched it. And I'll shoot again. Sure. Uh, oh, that'll hit. That's 15 plus 9. So that easily hits. be fine. Um, 8 damage total, so 4. Four points of damage. Rubbish. Two arrows thuf, thuf, thud into it, but it's almost it strikes the kind of wooden skeleton beneath its kind of hay body, and under these burlap sacks, you just see these arrows now sticking out of its shoulders. Doesn't show any sign of slowing down or stopping. Uh, anything else on your turn, Rose? You do have like the ruins of the mansion, um, like you know, very close to you. You could try and run into those for things like cover yeah. and things like that. Um, I think I will try and get cover within those ruins for now and just try and keep my distance and support from as much as I can with fire even though it's Uh, just realized I had a bunch of tokens on the map layer as well which means I wouldn't be able to move them um so yeah um for the sake of again because this isn't a full battle map that we're using on roll 20 this is like an abstract map uh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put a uh, like a raven symbol there i'll delete some of these um and we'll use like jesper's icon uh will be like the group inside the the barrier and then rose will use your icon as like a people that are kind of remaining in the um, the mansion area, which also includes Irina and some of the others as well at the moment. Cool. Uh, right. So Rose, Irina, Ismark, um, all kind of moving uh, in the mansion. Like, and it's it's a ruin, right? There's no sturdy, thick walls. Like they're all like broken, crumbling down half walls. But there's uh, there's windows that you can shoot bows out of, and you can see these oncoming creatures heading towards you. Um, meanwhile, Dog's Body, you're still outside the pen. Jesper and the th- and the two mice are currently inside of it. The scarecrows, the first three scarecrows, come running in uh they're gonna go for the the creatures they they seem to ignore the pen for the moment um two of them are gonna rush dog's body and then the last one is gonna come towards the the mansion building as if to kind of like clamber through the windows and start striking rose 
Um, none of them are going to be able to attack this turn. They have to spend all of their movement to basically dash, uh, but they are now engaging you. So, Rose, you have one. It's, like, climbed up into a window and is kind of hunched there, the kind of pale light of, of uh, Barovia framing behind it. as this kind of big grinned burlap sack as these razor-sharp claws grip the stone wall. Uh, Dog's body, you're on the outside of this fence when two of them basically engulf you, flanking you on either side, keeping you engaged. Um, and they just show no fear. Um, that is an action for them to do their terrifying glare. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's all they can really do uh, for this round. Uh, Rhiannon Meyer. Yo. Um, so can can I cast Thaumaturgy? Like, but try and emanate the sound of like children laughing behind the scarecrows to try and make them think that the children of already run away yeah absolutely yeah you can definitely try and do that um so you're going to create like the sound of like children laughing you said yeah okay um you kind of hear all of you hear this kind of ethereal ghostly uh noise and and for those of you that know what the mire is it'd probably be like insects like kind of like chirping and making the noises right because that's how a lot of your yeah. spells manifest so it's almost like cicadas but they vibrate at such a frequency that it sounds like children's laughter um and it like leads off in a trail uh the scarecrows don't seem to react to it they don't seem to be interested in the children whatsoever as you try and lure them away uh that is you get the sense that they have been given very specific orders that do not involve the children. Ah, cool. Okay. Is there um, anything else you would like then, to do? I think then, yeah, uh, because the mind knows the children are precious, they'll stay sure. by the children. Just like kind of form like a defensive, like, you know, barrier or yeah. something like that. Okay, sure. Uh, it's a good effort unfortunately you know you didn't have the knowledge that of what these things are after so um but yeah the the children kind of the children definitely are a little bit nervous around the maya and they're focusing on jesper right now who's speaking to them um but you've definitely kind of placed yourself ready to defend them if anything tries to tries to attack them uh dog's body hello um I guess in response to what Jesper said climbing into the pen, I'm just going to look up and shout like, We can't get in there, you silly twat! <laughs> um, uh, uh, and it's got the magic, the bad magic. Um, noticing that Rose has um, dipped out, I am going to take a nervous look around and do a big yawn and transform into a glorious werebeast. Um, so you hear like the cracking <laughs> of bones, the stretching of sinew, um, pieces of leather kind of crack and break as dog's body's form shifts, becoming this kind of hunched back hybrid wolven form. It's a big jaw and claws, uh, muscles expand uh, as you shift. Is that an action to do or is that a bonus action? is a bonus action um i'm just trying to decide whether or not to do radiant consumption but nah i'll I'll, for now what i'm gonna do is i will attack the one nearest to me with my great axe 
So you got two uh, on either side. Do you want to go for B or C? Uh, C. Sure. Why dokey. not? Um, I rolled a nine plus six is fifteen. That hits. And one hit. Yeah. Yeah. The axe um, comes sweeping so down. D twelve. Rolled a five, six, seven, eight, nine points of Dimaggio's. But you are not using one crimson right first. right now at the moment, are you? So it's not I magical haven't damage. It, no. Yeah, so it's so again, like Rose's arrow, the axe digs in, but it has less of an effect. Like whatever is magic has created these things is protecting it from some of the the blades axe, uh, the axe's blade. Uh, I rolled a, a nine again, uh, so same uh, to attack yep, again. Oh, actually, as well, I get more as well from that. I get plus one as well from my. Um, I will add one to the last form. attack, and then yep, yep. Um, oh, sorry as well. I also get plus one to the damage. So can you add one more damage from that first did, attack? Yeah. And then I rolled I a three on damage on this one. Uh, so uh, three, seven, eight points of damage on this one. And then halved to four. So yeah, and you yeah. swing these two swipes of the axe and they dig into the scarecrows. But yeah, it kind of cuts through like burlap sack and straw fills out you know maggots and worms kind of come tumbling out of these sacks that it's using as like a chest seemingly doesn't seem to be uh shows no sign of pain or hesitation from the blows um just preparing themselves for a counter-attack um i should have mentioned as well just before the myers go those shapes in the mist get closer uh, I, I need to move those guys as well uh, Yay! nice you love to see yeah. it you love, love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, after Dog's Body, unless there's anything else you would like to do? Um, I can't move, so uh, yeah, I'll stick where I am. Okay. Uh, Irina kind of taking defensive position inside uh, the mansion uh, with uh, Rose and Ismark. Will, um, I've got to bring up the actual campaign here. Uh, Irina. She will. Uh, she will sing a dull note, um, and as a bonus action, she will give a bardic inspiration to uh, Rose. So this kind of sweet singing tone echoes through the kind of mists and the fog and the the haunted ruins. She will give a bardic inspiration to Rose, um, and then for her action, um, she will. She probably won't do those. She's a long rest as well. She will. Nobody's been hurt yet. Um, she will basically take the dodge action um, and kind of prepare herself for like being engaged and try and keep herself defensive so that she can heal at a later date. So that's what she will do. Uh, after Irina, Ismark will go, and Ismark being Ismark the Lesser will come charging at your side, Rose, and will try and take two swipes at this skeleton. Uh, one with his flail. That's a, a hit. That's like 19 plus 5. Um... Uh, four points of damage, halved to two. Uh, two more points oh, of damage. Out. And then he will swing again with his hand axe, uh, which is also a hit. Uh, that is eight points of damage, half to four. So this kind of big spinning silver flail poof, 
cracks the the scarecrow on the head and then his axe bites into its into its wooden form but again very similar to the arrows doesn't seem to be having as much in an effect um as as other weapons uh spider meyer spider meyer watch out it's spider meyer um as a druid this is a druid question i've never played a druid before how many of my features uh stick around for when i am a spider uh, uh, well, you can't cast spells, you, you can't mean? speak. Yeah, what features do you mean in particular? I just mean, uh, like my halo of spores, um, mm-hmm. or my feet, the poisoner feet. Um, I'm just wondering how many of these actually I don't around. think they do. I think when you're in wild shape, you get what's on your wild shape, like what the spider does. Yeah, I think that there's a couple of specific things that when you... Um, when you transform, like, I know moon druids can still, like, they can spend spell slots to heal themselves, but normal druids can't do that. I think you are basically a giant spider stat block, um, as long as you are in that form. The only difference is you get to keep your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores, as opposed to when other creatures are normally polymorphed. Fine. Uh, it doesn't really matter for this turn. I was just asking for the future. In that case, I want to creepily crawl, creepy crawl up behind one of the uh, tied up children and try to uh, bite uh, one of the ropes that's tying him onto the post. Most certainly. Um, so this is, uh, if you're trying to like physically attack it with like an attack which you are, it's an attack roll. Um, the rope has like an AC and, and hit points like a creature does. Um, Ten? Uh, Ten will just barely hit. Um, oh it's kind of fiddly to try and get your mandibles around this thin rope and not injure the child. The the, ra- the were-raven child is screaming as this giant spider is like... It looks like you're about to like bite the child, and it's just like... Ah, ah, it's help! okay. It's, it's yes, not too dangerous. Trying it's to not like there's it, poison. But he's also scared. So he's like, <laughs> don't, don't worry about um, that. In that case, that's 1d6, and does a rope have to make a saving throw against its poison? It is immune to poison, because it is a rope. Um, See, now that's that's where I was asking about the features. The poisoner thing means I ignore uh, poison resistance. Well, it's immune, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, oh, it's not okay. resistant it's not to poison. Resistance. It's immune. It's oh, a right. rope, okay. Tom. It's immune to poison. You cannot poison a rope. Uh, <laughs> I've got like acid goo coming out of my teeth. No, That's then it would be acid back. damage, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be poison damage. It'd be acid damage. If I put poison on a rope, I'd expect it to break. And if it doesn't, well, then good luck with that. Take a while. You go. <laughs> yeah, after like a few hundred years, maybe it will yeah. it will eat the organic matter. Well, um, we might be here for a few hundred years. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is, five points of damage is still enough that you manage to bite through and snap the rope holding uh, the oh, creature. Then, uh, holding the child. About the just I don't care about kind the of snap and, and, and bite down, and it does kind of split the enough of the rope where the child can kind of wriggle their hands free and begin freeing themselves. Nice. Uh, and I will then start waltzing over to the other one as well, like, your next kid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Set them a spider, so I just click and clack at him, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, you all here, coming from somewhere at the very center of Berez, hidden in the fog, something besides the giant tree that's been pointed out to you as Baba Lasaga's hut, um, you see something that in the distance none of you can really see what it is but something flies up into the air a large round shape just flies up into the air um 
and begins moving in your direction. Yes, Kim? I wonder what that is. This dog has dark vision. Does yeah, it's it's less the dark, it's more there's this thick mist and fog that's kind of surrounding the whole village. Uh, makes it very hard to see pretty much anything that's not in your immediate area. You also hear the sound of heavy wooden creaking the tree in the middle of the village appears to be moving oh new best friend should we just should we just leave hey Maya Um, (laughs) we're all gonna die anyway right yeah Um, I'm going to tell the three-year-old that I've already untied uh, uh, you t- no, to- you untied the eldest. You've untied the two eldest now. Oh, the young girl is the, the last one. Sorry, I thought okay. three was the oldest. Uh, <laughs> Five is the eldest. Okay, sure. Um, I'm going to untie one of the other ones while saying this. Um, you see that hole over there? There are people on the outside that are willing to help you. What I need you to do is squeeze through and follow them, okay? They will guide you away. Uh, yes. If you can get out. Yes. See if you can. My sister, my sister is still tied. We can, we we won't leave her. Yeah, I'll I'll try and untie her whilst saying. Okay, this stuff. are you trying to like cut the rope or are you trying to physically like untie it? So I've got a lightsaber, right? So I can just you like, have a you have a sun sword which does radiant damage. Yes. Um, do I feel like it's not I a lightsaber? In... <laughs> <laughs> no, just to make that point. Well, um. Do I feel like the width of this sun sword is going to cause any damage to this child's hand? No, at all? no, no. You're skilled enough with a blade that you can use the sun sword to attack the rope. Like, and it's not like you're going, yeah! It's, you know, In you're like case, aiming it and sort of like cutting down. I might um, do a somersault attack on it. Right, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, roll an attack roll with disadvantage I, and let I me know if you get a natural it. one. I no, I know. No. Uh, make an attack roll. Um, In fact, I might just use my dagger because they're really thin and uh, sure. small. Still attack roll? Cool. Yep. It's rolling. That is 25. That hits the rope. Roll damage. Okay. Here it Any comes. poison damage? Or? Seven. Can I poison it? Seven. You can't. Uh, so here's the thing with a dagger. Attack. A dagger deals piercing damage. So you're trying to, like, kind of cut the rope with a, a weapon that's meant to kind of stab and thrust. It doesn't have enough, like, it, <laughs> you're one point off because uh, it's half damage, it's three damage. The rope is like, like barely able to. It, it's just being held together. Yes, Tom. I have a second attack. Uh, so a bite is piercing damage as well. So I don't think. Oh, it's through. not slashing damage. Nope. Don't slash. Oh with those dear. Two. How much damage did you do? Uh, I only did five. So then your rope is also cut through. Then thank you. Oh. Well done. Thank you for reminding me. That's all right. Just how do you slash with teeth, Mark? Come on, think about it. I, you know, like a kind of like I could see it, like you know, like a like a you know, like like a serrated scorpion. teeth. I don't, I don't yeah. want to see you eat a burger. <laughs> no shredding teeth, like a dog. Um, all right, uh, I get extra attack. This is not my second hand attack. I get an extra attack. No, this is your extra attack. So this one is like, ugh, I throw the dagger into my into my sheath <laughs> and right I'll attack with the sun sword. Mm. 
That's a nat one. Ten. <laughs> Sick. Next turn. <laughs> so the problem is, is that on anything that's not an attack roll, a natural one can still succeed. But on an attack roll, I'm pretty sure it still misses, even no matter what the bonus is. I'm going to check. I engage the sun sword and it comes changed. out the bottom instead of the top. <laughs> we can if, it, if the d20 roll for if the d20 roll for an attack is a one the attack misses regardless of any modifiers to the target's ac so you kind of like ah dagger you kind of slide it in you engage the sun sword but as you're about to cut like that's when these you know uh the the scarecrows rush up to dog's body you hear like this giant creaking in the center of the village and it causes you just to slip enough that the sun sword kind of carves uh, into the ground rather than the rope itself i had i had no idea this encounter was going to be so terrifying that even the ropes are overpowered <laughs> They're not overpowered. He rolled a one. <laughs> they can't like, even be poisoned. It's got four hit points, and it's only resistant God. to like two types of damage. Oh, piercing like rope. <laughs> <laughs> Op rope. Op rope. Anything else, Jasper? Uh, he's going to spend the rest of his turn cursing uh, things that should. <laughs> Shouldn't be heard by children. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. In uh, they, kind of, they can't cover their ears because they're tied up by the rope, the impossible rope. Uh, Rose. <laughs> um, I will shoot the scarecrow that is in at the building window. I okay, believe. it is right in your face. You would need to step away if you want to, which will be an opportunity attack. Just I will stab the scarecrow that's at the window. No? You don't want to risk no. an opportunity? Okay. Because we're all going to die short sword. at some point. Stab, stab. Um, 13 plus 7 to hit. That hits, yep. Mm, nine damage. Half to four. The short sword stabs Great. in. You can see that parts of it are starting to break now. Um, parts of its like body have collapsed to the ground. It does look fairly beaten up. <coughs> uh, Fourteen to hit on the next one. That hits. Uh, seven damage and three. Um, six damage. Half to three on thingy. Slayer's uh, prey. Slayer's prey. That nice. So these two stabs, you kind of thrust at it with a short sword. The blows are, you know, kind of dragging and scouring marks along its wooden frame. Um, it is still standing, but you can see, like, parts of it are beginning to bend and snap. Uh, its burlap sack is beginning to lose some of the magic, which is keeping it in this kind of terrifying grin. But it is still standing, unfortunately. Um, anything else on your turn, Rose? Cry. Okay, you, it's a free action to cry, so easily done. Um, after Rose, it is the Scarecrow's turn. Uh, the ones out in the mist, several of them will move closer, and some of them begin to become more visible as they do so. Um, oh, God, no. My roll 20 is all messed up. Uh, I'll move that around in a minute. Um, you see at least two more uh, beginning to draw closer, still about 100 feet away, but they are running full pelt uh, towards you, and there are still more shapes behind them um, further away. Uh, Rose, uh, the one in front of you 
will uh, attempt to use its terrifying glare. I need you and Ismark to make uh, wisdom saving throws, please. I rolled a nat 20. Nice. Oh. So it, you feel this 22. thing kind of lets out this kind of... <laughs> kind of laugh. Um, and you feel like this tightness in your chest, like a wave hit you. But knowing the danger you're in, knowing the things that you've already faced in Barovia, you steal your heart, and both you and Ismark sturdy yourselves against it, and you, you succeed on the I couldn't throat. see it properly because I was crying. My eyes were You were crying. That's exactly oh. it. Yeah. Uh, Dog's body, they're not going to attempt to frighten you. The two scarecrows uh, next to you simply try and slash at you. They simply try and with a flurry of uh, claws. Um, so they get two attacks each. Uh, first one against you is 19. <laughs> To hit. Hit. Second one is an 18 to hit. Hit. Uh, okay. So I need you to make two separate wisdom saving throws uh, and take some damage for me. Okay. Um, I'm resistant to slashing damage. Um, ah, are you raging? Oh, because you're in your hybrid form, right? So you get the I'm, resistance from that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I keep wolf, thinking you're a barbarian yeah. for some reason, yeah. Uh, so I'm it would normally be five slashing like damage. One. You half it to two. Um, so two points of slashing damage from the first attack. What was the first wisdom save? 18. Uh, 19. 18, you, 19, that's fine. The second slashing attack is... Uh, six, eight, uh, eight slashing damage, half to four. Um, and the second wisdom saving throw was... F- uh, 13. 13. You still manage to kind of, as these things are tearing, you can feel like rivulets of your blood being spilt by these razor-sharp claws. You feel that same kind of tightening in your chest, like a fear effect trying to take hold, but you steel yourself against it. Um, all of the other scarecrows move a little bit closer. Oh. I'm ready fire. Wait. Hmm. Maya does. I have alchemist fire. <laughs> so do I. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Is the other one? I'm missing one. Where's one of my scaredy boys? He's left. Got better things to do. If you run out of things, you can't legally play them on the board, so then you don't have a spawn. Well, actually, I can. Through the rules, uh, I have money. You haven't played Monopoly before? No. Uh, no more hotels. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more scarecrows. You can't place anymore. Uh, <laughs> the Maya, a Rhiannon Maya. Hello. So you can see all of this. Uh, you can see these two things jump on Dog's body just outside the fence, kind of slashing at him with all these uh, vir- like claws. You see Dog's body shift into this hybrid form. The giant spider is trying to free one of the children. Jesper is trying to free one of the children, but they're both still kind of tied up and struggling. Um, meanwhile, like one of these scarecrows has leapt inside the building. You can hear the sounds of fighting with your friends. Uh, what do you do? Uh... I will wriggle and pulsate over towards uh, Tom, Meyer, and Jesper, <laughs> and I'll help oh, them try that. and get these kids free. Pulsate okay. and wriggle, uh, you know. <laughs> so all the bugs keeping her moving, like all these insects yeah. inside her corpse. <laughs> <sighs> things. Uh, Just what are you doing? How, how do you want to try and free the kids? You got two two uh, kids use, bound by ropes. I want to use like my my short sword and uh, mm-hmm. try and 
yeah, try and cut the ropes why, on one Why are the air quotes there, Ree? Why, why air quotes? Oh, because I imagine her. I imagine the sword being more like a just a sharp piece of tree bark she just has on like her arm okay. or something. Oh, sure, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. It's better than cool. I thought it was going to be. I thought you were just going to say like a sharp piece of bone or something. Oh, now just to, just be so we're clear, Rhiannon. A short sword Hello. deals piercing damage. <laughs> Does it? Yep. <laughs> so you you strike oh, at the rope. Go make an attack damage. roll for me. I will try and pierce this rope. Oh, that's an 11. The same damage as a spear. And 11 hits. 11 hits. Still enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, Just a damage roll, I suppose. Just a, give me a damage roll. Oh, can 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 I use my flies as well? Uh, oh, you tell me. Like what you, damage. you Sure, if that's a thing you can do, tell me how it works and what you do. Uh, so I can cause my swarm of flies to assist me uh, in the following rare ways, I can uh, the target can take an extra d6 of piercing damage from the swarm, or the attack okay. must succeed in a strength saving throw or be moved by the swarm, or I can be moved by the swarm up to five feet in any direction. What would you like to do? Can I, I'd like to use the swarm to deal some extra d6 piercing damage, please. Roll the extra damage and tell me the total with a modifier as well on the top. So that's nine, eleven damage. Eleven damage. That is enough to whatever rope was still remaining from uh, your, the spider bite. You you Damn split rope. it in half and it shreds uh, as the the nice. biting insects and flies and bugs kind of tear the rope apart as uh, you know they they burrow through it. Um, the the boy the 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 four year old boy is like ah oh, I'm free uh, creature I, uh, and like kind of like backs away from him in a panic and his brother like grabs his hand. He's just like no, do not panic. We, we once our sister is free, we must run. Um, they're kind of looking around scared, uh, but, you know, knowing freedom is nearby. We will remember this day as a day that Ree one-shot a rope. <laughs> can, I, can I use my expert bonus action? Would that work, technically? I mean, if you if you have a bonus action and it, you fulfill the condition, because it's like when you make an attack with a weapon, you get to make a uh, hand crossbow attack, right? That's how it works. You take the attack action, yeah, with a one-handed weapon. You can use a bonus action you have to taken attack the attack with a hand action. crossbow you are holding. So can I yeah. try you and also, use um, my crossbow? You're a, to... you're a ranger, right? You have another attack with your main weapon as well. You have two attacks with mm. your main weapon. So can I can I, so I try the other rope? Yeah, sure, yeah. Yep. Nice. <sighs> that's enough. Well, that was a D6 you rolled. That was a D6. That wasn't an attack roll. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> I'll just be in that one. <laughs> okay that's so you step up to the and this is the young girl that Jesper's trying to free with the sun sword you step up and your arm bark sword kind of strikes down and, and connects with it again um so roll damage nice uh and can i use that fly thing more than once a turn don't think you can okay but it only had one hit point left though didn't it because we'll find out yes it already returns. Yeah, it's just the one. Okay, so that's three... It's five damage. Five points of damage. 
Half to two is enough to split hey. the one point of health left on the rope. Double. Uh, so you kind of come down and oh you kind of puncture the rest of it, and yeah, it splits the rope. The, 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 and it was like barely like you know, it was only because she's such a young girl she couldn't break it herself um, because it was like all these like thin strands. But you kind of managed to shred the rest of it, and she kind of uh, and she like looks up, uh, and this you know she's she looks human, like she doesn't look like the other rare ravens. She just looks like a normal human girl, um, dark hair, but you know. Pale skin uh the two boys grab her um and the eldest one kind of like half picks her up he's not quite big enough to fully pick her up but they basically both grab her and with uh with jesper's warning without even really saying anything they scramble for the hole um and they shove their sister through and they begin kind of crawling their way through to try and uh, escape as best they can he's got that freedom of movement so he can he does yeah so he's helping them pull through teleport and fly away something like that no, that's not how freedom of movement works. However, you do notice that the the circle that was blocking out Dog's body and the adult wear ravens isn't yeah. stopping the kids leaving oh. it. Like okay. it seems to have been it seems to have the circle was stopping creatures getting in, not creatures getting out. Um so it was yeah, designed as a as a lure almost to get the sense that this thing right. was, was built oh. to lure the wear ravens and trap them. Um, so yeah, they, they scrabble out and they look up seeing these two terrifying scarecrows tearing into Dog's body, who is now also a werewolf. Uh, there is this moment where it looks like they may panic. Um, roll, roll some stats, roll some saves for these tiny childrens. I'm a lovable um, woofer though. You are. It looks like one of the boys like freezes in fear. Um, but the older boy that you had spoken to and even the little girl are like, come, we must run. And they're kind of tugging at their sleeve uh, and they begin running towards the mansion um, to try and get away. Dog's body. Unless there's anything you want to do else, uh, Rhiann and Maya. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, can I bonus That's action right. cast uh, Zephyr Strike, please? Yes, you absolutely can. What does Zephyr Strike do? Nice. Uh, so... Um... Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. The attack deals an extra 1d8 of force damage on a hit. So nice. that's the next time I hit with a melee weapon. Cool. Great. All right. Yeah, you kind of load that up on yourself as you're stood inside the, the pen. Um, cool. Dog's body. Sweet. Um, can I... Um, I would like to bite my hand and activate my Crimson Rite ritual. Um, mm -hmm. of lightning so I take three points of damage um, do that um, but I want to apply the blood that comes from my hand onto the blood spear uh, not my great axe um, so I, I want the, the blood spear to be um, magical Crimson right. um, sure. and then I'm going to attack uh, the scarecrow that I was attacking before um, uh, you using the blood spear? You're going to switch plus... to the. You're going to switch to the blood yep. spear now. Okay. Switching to so that. So as you grip um, so... the spear, uh, yeah. What was the attack roll? And then I'll I'll finish my bit. Sixteen plus nine, so twenty-five. That's going to hit. Roll damage while you're doing that. Um, as you grip this spear, you do hear less of a hearing it, but you feel that familiar sensation. Um, this kind of spirit. It seems to kind of instill you with this air of command and this air of kind of royalty um, as you bring, an, and also a hunger and a thirst 
as you stab into it. Um, there is this kind of unpleasant sensation. This creature that you're fighting doesn't have blood, and the spear is not very pleased by that. It, it doesn't like that it cannot drink. It cannot feed as the spear plunges into its chest. Would it react to my own blood coating it? Oh, it loves that. Oh, yeah. Yep, delicious. Sweet. Great. I love that I <clears throat> end up with these weapons. Um, I actually rolled really well on damage. I rolled um, 7 on my d8 uh, plus 7 points of damage, so that's a 14 um, spear damage. 14 uh, points of damage. So the same scarecrow you were attacking before, piercing. yeah? Uh, uh, same piercing, I was attacking but it's before magical and now. Magical, yeah. Yeah, so this time the spear strikes through it like hot iron, uh, just carves through it, and it's... And you can see it writhing. It takes the full damage. Um, and then five points of lightning damage to it as well. Five points of lightning damage? Oh. Yeah, this time the lightning yeah, arcs through its body all along its metal rake-like claws. I have one more attack, uh, so I will repeat... Uh, I rolled, ooh, I rolled a 5 plus uh, 9, so 14 to a hit. Just hits, yep. Well, not just, but it, it okay. hits. Um, 6 on my spear, so seven, uh, 13 points of piercing damage and 6 points of lightning damage. Uh, you rolled 6 damage. I'm just making sure that you're not doubling uh, the bonuses six. here. Yeah, six on the D8, plus seven. Um, plus cause I've got seven? The, the, oh, because you've got the werewolf thing, and it's a plus one Because I've got uh, yeah. werewolf power, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just making sure you weren't doubling up on the magic bonus and stuff. Yeah, so with that, even without the lightning, the spear breaks this scarecrow in half. It just kind of leaves it this splintered remains on the ground. Um, the other one shows no sign of remorse or panic, um, but yeah, one of them is now broken at your feet. Um, but the spear is unhappy. Uh, it definitely gets the would, sensation that it is unpleased. Would the would the lightning damage... I don't... Because I'm not really... Like, I'm not like Ayla. I'm just wondering if the lightning damage would jump onto another scarecrow. No, or... it, not from the okay, Crimson Rite. It doesn't. Um, no. So it does say on the spear, when you hit with melee attack using this magic spear and reduce the target to zero hit points, you gain 2d6 temporary hit points. It doesn't specify that it, it's it a creature without blood. I, it doesn't. I, I'm, it doesn't, but I'm going to say that the nature of the spear's history and like the kind Aww. of story behind the spear, it has to be something that conceivably either has or had blood. This is a construct. There's nothing for the spear to feed off. Um, even if you struck like a vampire, I would still say you would get that benefit because there's still something to feed off there mm. is no essence to really feed off this thing so i'm gonna say unfortunately against the scarecrows you don't get that benefit uh, same way like if you struck a ghost i'd be like no sorry no no, no special bloods for you um i know but it's in keeping with the theme of the item oh, well. um cool well that's still one destroyed anything else dog's body uh that is all my stuff i'm done Okay. Uh, Irina will look over and see the kind of kids scrambling towards her um, into the towards the mansion. She'll call out uh, to try and find Adrian and Stefania um, who have been sort of like keep like flying around uh, trying to kind of keep an eye on things. Um, she kind of calls out like, the children, they are free. Come, come and get them. Get out of here. 
run uh, whilst we try and hold these things at bay. Um, and then she will take her rapier and she will try to assist Rose and Ismark against the remaining one. Uh, that is a hit. Uh, and d8 plus one. That's eight points of damage uh, to the one that you've been fighting. Half to four. So Irina kind of sidesteps next to you, Rose, and like the three of you, you, Ismark, and Irina now all striking this one scarecrow. She pierces it and you can see a part of it breaks, still standing, but very badly injured. Uh, Tom Meyer. Don't forget you've got that bardic inspiration as well, Katie, as well, that she gave you. Um, As a spider, I have a climbing speed of 40 feet, so I just want to just yeet myself over this wall and uh, head to the nearest scarecrow, which I guess is the one on Rose? It's on the one on Dog's Body. The one is the closest one to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, in that case, I'll I'll, uh, go over and bite into that scarecrow. Um... Mm -hmm. Which is oh nine to hit. Watch that out, is not scarecrow. enough. No, the scarecrow kind of nimbly leaps back as you lunge forward in this giant spider form. I um, mean, it's just kind of leaps backwards. Well, shit and also piss. <laughs> um, so I I was uh, nerd ruling a little bit earlier, and uh, it says here that I retain the benefit of any features from my class race or any, any other source while I'm wild. Shape. Okay. So in that case, I, yeah, you do keep the you do keep the poisoner feet then. Can I use a bonus action to apply poison to um, Dog's body's weapon then? So this is As interesting. A, a is, that the the po- is that from the is that from the poisoner feet to apply yeah. poison? So I can apply so poison th- for a bonus action rather than an action. Right, but that that is when you're in a human form and have like a vial of poison on you you don't just make free poison with the poisoner feet you have to have a vial of poison to do it with as you are a spider i'm assuming that you would like to try and like apply your natural venom well apply is one word secrete is another i'd like to secrete please because it says here you can apply poison to a weapon or piece of ammunition as a bonus action instead of an action. You still have to have poison on you. Um, uh, can I make a secrete roll? I No, I'm not going to say you roll for it. I'll say as a giant spider, you can you can do this, but there will be some limitations. Because um, how much damage does the spider's poison normally do? The spider's poison does 2d6 of damage, same as a okay. regular poison vial. So, yeah, same okay. thing, really. We'll keep it at that then, yeah, because um, the poison the damage is actually a little bit higher. Um, but we'll keep it at 2d6. And what's the saving throw on it? What's the DC con save? Uh, 14. Oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, we'll keep that. We'll... 2d8. So, yeah, we'll call it 2d6. Yeah, yeah we'll call mm-hmm. it 2d6. We'll, we'll keep it at the, the spot. So, yeah, as a bonus action, you kind of secrete your kind of giant mandibles pause for a second as like uh, dog's body ye- like pulls back the spear and just drip this kind of glistening goo onto the end of it um oh you are welcome i like you <laughs> uh anything else maya no i've uh, i've missed an attack i've juiced all over the place i think i'm done <laughs> okay you see Cheers. that skull-like object uh, that had risen up from the the, the tree uh, is dangerously close. Uh, where's my icons? Here we go. 
doesn't need to, though. Uh, if it didn't. Flying overhead, um, because, yeah, there's going to be some people go before. Uh, but, yeah, you see the skull quickly approaching. The tree in the very center moves and is heading towards you. Even through the mist, you can see these giant legs, like chicken's legs, have sprouted out from the tree, and a small shack has, like, ripped itself free from the tree itself, and the whole thing is now... moving towards you. Uh, Jesper? Upon seeing slash hearing these things from within the den that I'm still in I'm going to um, I can't fit through that hole can I that the kids uh, I from. think the children just about squeeze through it I'd say that unless you make it bigger it's going to be difficult for you to get through I'm going to get out the same way I got in which is climb, climb over up. yeah oh, so athletics check athletics okay that's a t- 19 19. Easily enough, yeah. So you can do the same thing. Do you want to jump down the last 10 feet or do you want to kind of I'll safely down. climb down? All right, yeah. acrobatics check to see if you take any damage. That's 25. Easy. Yeah, you kind of leap down, land superhero landing, no problem. Yeah, seeing it now, uh, this thing in the mist and that skull. Um, anyone around me, uh, I will shout, this is a fight we do not need to take on. We just need to leave. Let's run. Um, and I'm going to start running, uh, away from it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, well, to do so, uh, you have a couple of directions. So right now you are in the kind of ruins of this giant mansion and its gardens, right? Um, there, Irina, Ismark and Rose are all inside the ruined mansion itself. And that's like a big space. Like it's, you know, like sort of like 90 feet through. You're going to have to move into there, then move out into the swamp, which is all difficult terrain, and then try and move your way through that. You could run south and into the mansion's gardens. And then there is a river a bank just further beyond that. You could try and get to there and cross the river. Or you can run to the, um, uh, the east, uh, which is, an, again, a kind of, like, swamp, mist-filled bog, which is difficult terrain. And then there is a much wider river uh, to try and cross there as well. Um, which way I do think, you want to try and run? I think I'll call for everyone to head south towards the gardens, um, just okay. because that is literally the opposite direction of where this tree is coming from. Uh, I think cutting east and stuff like that, they'd be able to catch us, so... That's Jesper's okay. thinking. He's going to light the sun sword as like a beacon so that everyone else can follow it. Um, I know they know where we are anyway, so it's all about outpacing them. So <laughs> I'm just going to go. And uh, okay. can I also make a quick look at where the children are right now in, in respects to the were-ravens? Yeah, so the children, uh, that was I forgot to do those at the end of the very round. So the children kind of get outside the fence and they begin running towards the mansion. As Irina called out, they're kind of in this gap between where the pen was and the walls of the mansion. Um, and as they're running across, the two adult rare ravens sweep down, they gather the kids up in their arms, and they have just enough movement to basically take off um, up into the air. They don't manage to really get away, but they've got them up, they're in their arms, and it looks like they're about to just try and fly away. Um, Adrian will call out, like, We will go in a different direction. See if we can split up, whether she chases you or us. 
good luck. And then they're going to basically try and fly off in a different direction to try and basically make it so that Barbara the Second can't follow all of you yeah. at once. Yeah. Like, all right. She's going to have to choose who she chases. In which case, uh, you yes, sprint bro. off into the gardens, Jesper. Yes. Yeah. You're calling for everyone to follow you. Okay. When you start moving your way through, these are heavily overgrown, thick uh, gardens with statues and stone benches. As you are making your way through, four giant poisonous snakes emerge out of the shrubs oh, and the stones <laughs> and kind of try to grab Fuck onto it. Sake. Listen, man, it's in the module. I can't. <laughs> what do you want from me? They're like no ropes. It's worse. <laughs> oh, no. Um. Our greatest enemy. <laughs> Sentient rope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I think Jesper, seeing the children and the Adrian call out, this sun sword being lit in the air is almost like he wants to attract the attention of Babalazaga to make sure they get yeah. away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally factoring that in. That You are this bright... The sunlight, because sunlight's such a rare thing in Barovia, it is very obvious to everything around you. The mist burns the away. As well. Yeah, yeah it, it burns it away. Like, the fog cool. hates the sunlight and it just becomes, you know, this clear, bright daylight. Uh, I just have to uh, add some stats for these snakes. Manual initiative thing. Um, 1 AC, 1 HP. Poisons. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make it easy for you, Mark. Listen, he doesn't know that. This is the thing that's the thing. So, yeah, these things um, will basically get uh, a, a, a surprise round because you just rushed through. Like, you, you had no way of knowing that they were hidden there without checking yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm they basically all make a run. bite attack against you, Jesper, as you run through. Sure. You're basically provoking sure. opportunity attacks. Uh, so the first beat. one. Uh, the first one is a 23. Um, that beats it, so yeah. that's that's, that's going to be... Uh, six points of piercing damage. Can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Poison. Perfect. This is how you do it, Tom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're not a rope. <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, seven. <laughs> Living rope. Seven. Oh, no. That's ten points of poison damage. Oh, the first man. one bites into your leg. Uh, the okay. second one is only a 14 to hit. Okay, that doesn't hit. The next one is, oh my god, a 19 to hit. Can you make another con save for me, please? And take another five points of piercing damage. 19. 19, you take five oh, points of poison damage. from what a, was the piercing, save. Uh, five. So, so ten, ten points of damage total. All right. And then the last one misses you as well. The last one kind of snaps behind you. Um, but you see these four snakes, these kind of lo- like they're, they're large, you know they're not like large the D&D size, but they're big snakes and they come okay. slithering out of the bushes out of the, the behind under stone benches and they have trained on you as a prey and they are It's like everything has the same motive right now <laughs> Yeah Yeah uh, Rose Venendi <laughs> God's sake. Um, do I see any of that happen to Jesper? I think from your position, you definitely hear, like, Jesper crying out in, like, pain and stuff like that, or, like, surprise. Okay. You probably wouldn't see the snakes until you move out of where you currently are. So you're currently in, like, this ruined mansion interior. Once you move out into the gardens, which is probably going to take, like, a turn, then you'll be able to see the snakes, but, yeah. Okay, can I... I've still got a scarecrow in front of me, so... Very badly injured scarecrow, but it is still there, yes. 
I'll I'll try and hit the scarecrow again before I go. Uh, Thirteen to hit. Thirteen hits. Yeah, this this thing is not super hard to hit. And the second one will be uh, twelve to hit. That hits both hits. Uh, so seven damage on the first one. After three. Seven damage first on the blow second one. In. With that second blow, even though it's been resistant to your steel, you managed to kind of plunge the short sword in multiple times, stabbing it, stabbing it again, stabbing it again, and eventually it just breaks, this great crack forming down its central body, and it just splinters into pieces and straw around you. Um, it is defeated. Nice. I will move towards where Jesper has indicated that we move, but I guess I won't get too far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know where I put you, so you're just... (laughs) You you put the ghost token instead of me. (laughs) Nice, excellent, perfect, exactly what I want to do. There's too much shit. There's too much shit going on, okay? (laughs) Black and dark. Hang on. Here we go. Uh, so you move out, and yeah, Rose, unfortunately, you see Jesper, like, running. He's about 30 feet ahead of you as he's been running through these gardens, and about 30 feet behind him are these four snakes that have, like, slithered out, and sensing more prey, they kind of are t- just trying to decide which one they want to, to go for as you see these snakes all around him. Cool. Is that it? You done? Yeah. I, I mean in your turn. I know you're done with the game overall. I understand that. That's fine. <laughs> no, I can't do uh, anything else. I'm done. I've moved. Right. I've uh, Dog's body, Ismark and Irina. What, uh, two more of the scarecrows come out of the mist. Um, they have to spend all their movement, so that's the end of their turn. But one of them like jumps up through the window that Rose has just vacated and is now stood next to Irina and Ismark. <laughs> Uh, dog's body another one comes rushing up to replace the one you've just destroyed just kind of comes screaming out of the mists um and then there are two more i'm just going to reveal them on the map now about three more oh three more okay that was seven in total um, but they're still a fair ways out for the moment. Uh, dog's body one is still able to attack you though so it will try and uh strike you twice um uh, that's a 17 to hit. In, I'm also in range of that in case yeah. that changes anything. Um, I don't think it would go for the spider just yet. Uh, this one is... Because this is the one that started fighting Dog's Body initially. It's like focused on Dog's Body. So 17 hits, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, four, five points of slashing damage, so half to two. And can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? And then the second attack is also going to hit... Uh, 19, 20, uh, 20. Okay, yep, you succeed. The next one is another five points, half to two, and another wisdom saving throw. This thing is just ravaging you with claws. 10. 10 on the wisdom saving throw. 
So being surrounded by all these enemies, seeing this giant floating skull, the sound of this tree moving, yes, but your allies all around you screaming, panic, you are frightened. Like this thing has just caused enough wounds that this primal instinct of being surrounded and, and trapped uh, sets in and you are frightened until the end of its next turn. Um, so you have to, you can't willingly move closer um, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks whilst this thing is within your vision range. All right. Uh, that is it mm, for yeah. the Scarecrows. And then she arrives. Uh, round two, initiative 20. Through the mists, descending down comes this giant skull that's just scr- like you can, it's like grimaced into like a scream. And inside of it, hollowed out like a cauldron, like a chariot, is. And you would have expected her to be this wretched old woman this you know the, the the stories that you've heard about her and everything else you expect her to be this wretched old woman but instead you look up and it's it's like looking at an older female strad long dark black hair like trailing behind her these kind of ragged tattered robes but she has these like perfect cheekbones this long elegant features these dark eyes and she just looks down upon you with intense pleasure like a a hunter who has found their prize yes yes my son will be so pleased that I have found you um, and she looks down and she will uh, she will take in stock of everything that is going on um, I thought to kill the ravens first but I shall settle for all of you <laughs> and sensing uh, the biggest cluster uh, which would be spider Maya, Maya inside the fence and dog's body uh, there will be the first thing she will cast is a fireball um and let's make this a <laughs> fourth level fireball so deck saves please oh oh i got plus five on decks oh that's not 19. Uh, spider boy 13 14 15 16 hey, 17 18 look at your resistances 19 uh, uh you are tieflings resistant to maya <laughs> 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 right. Oh, uh, what was the nice. totals? 19 for me. 19. 14. 19. Okay, the two 19 succeed. Re, is that not a 19? That's a 14, but I am resisted to right. fire. You are resistant to fire. So, uh, Dog's Body, you're going to take half. Rhiannon and Maya, you're going to take half. Tom, Maya, you're going to take a quarter of this damage because you saved and you're resistant. Um, oh, baby. Nice. That's a very high roll for my first set of numbers, though. 17. How much health does this spider have? Neat. 17, okay. 27, 30. Oh. 31, so 15 to those of you taking half, and 7 points of fire damage to uh, the regular Maya. Um, God, I'm still a spider. As the fireball erupts, the scarecrow, by the way, next to you, Dog's body, is incinerated. Um, she just huh. she incinerates it. Uh, hey, thanks. thanks. In fact, actually... No, they would, because I'll I'll make saving throws for them, because they might survive it. Nope, that one doesn't. (laughs) Uh, That one doesn't. They're both incinerated, uh, because they take double damage. So, from fire. Sweet. No more fright. Uh, No more frightened. 
Baba Lasaga does not seem to be uh, at all concerned with her puppets. Uh, as this fireball erupts around you, um, she just kind of smiles. She's uh, just like, <laughs> I'll kill some of you, but yes, yes, the Vistani boy and, and the woman, I'll take you back to my son. He'll reward me. Wait, uh, son? <laughs> Who is the son? Mama Lasaga. Mama Lasaga. Yeah, what that's what she does. Uh, Rhiannon Meyer. What Hello. Okie dokie. Okie diddly dokie. Um, crikey. Well, things have certainly changed. <laughs> um... Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use my little my little fly nimbus cloud and uh, hop up over the fence, mm-hmm. and then uh, using my zephyr strike, I get an extra thirty feet of movement this turn. Okay. So... Uh, as a point, Barbara Sanga is in her giant skull, flying about forty yeah. feet above you all. She's in the air. Yeah. Is it a skull skull? Or is it like made out of It's a tree? giant skull. No, it, it's a giant, like, it looks like some sort of deformed cyclopean creature. It's like a cyclops' skull. And she's hollowed it out and is riding she's in it like a the, chariot. The eye socket. Yeah. Ugh. No, she's like in the top of it. Like she's hollowed oh. out the, the roof of the skull like a chariot. So you've, you've got like this skull art, like this open eye socket and jaw at the front. And then she's in the top of it, like <laughs> cackling. Like Bowser. Yeah, there's a little bit of like Bowser's little copter. There is there is an oh, element of adorable. baby Bowser or Bowser. Don't make me picture that instead. Uh, <laughs> life goals. Super Mario World life Bowser goals. and his little 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 copter cart. Amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Um, what are you doing, Ree? I will I'll I will go over I shuffle over to where the sun sword is. Follow the sun sword. Um so can I get to, can I get to Jesper in that in that movement? You can. You would be walking past. I mean, the snakes haven't gone yet, so they don't have another opportunity attack. So you could run through the snakes. Opportunity attacks for this uh, this oh. turn. Oh, because of Zephyr strike. strike. Okay. Yeah, you could easily just like yeah weave your way through these snakes and and get uh, close to Jesper with that extra thirty feet of movement. Yeah, for sure. Yes, please. I'd like to do that then, please. And then, uh, can I cast uh, Bark Skin on Jesper? Uh, you can certainly try, for sure. Can you do that Okey on other dokey. people? Can I don't it? know if you can cast it on other people. Cool. It says you, you touch right. your willing creature. I think you can, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Bam. So you touch Jesper. Uh, what does the spell effect do? Um, so the target skin uh, has a rough texture. Uh, it Target AC can't be less than 16, regardless of what kind of armor it's wearing. Okay. What's your AC normally, Jesper? 17. Okay. So it means that if anything would lower your AC, it can't go below 16. But underneath like, like your leathers, your skin takes on this bark wooden texture. Um, all these bugs seem to like crawl you over there, you. And just... <sighs> you good? I think What's Jesper up, would instinctively react to like, no, <gasps> I'm not ready to be part of you. Protect the sword. Uh. Protect the sunlight. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, anything else on your turn, the Maya? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Just creep out Jesper more. Just creep out Jesper. <laughs> Jeez. Dog's body. 
Um, what what is? I'm just a little. I'm losing track of how many scarecrows are trying to murder me. Um, do I still uh, have one? Well, right next... now, none, because they were incinerated by fire. None. But you can see that there are more okay. out in coming to, in this direction. Yeah. Um, are there any? Is, did the one like near um, Irina and um, Ismark? Did that get incinerated as well? No, that did not. No. Okay. So they're still at risk. Yeah, and they're inside okay. the mansion. Like that, they're fighting that thing inside the actual mansion itself. Yeah, Irina is in danger. Yeah. And the um, the ravens have flown off, like all the children. And the, they are about the... to, yeah. At the end of this round, they will basically fly off with their kids. Okay. But Babala Saga does not well... seem interested in them anymore. She's got a greater, greater prize to chase. I want to run. I desperately want to run. Because I quite like Dog's body, and I'd, I'd like him to even survive just in the woods somewhere, just eating bugs. But given that he's got this little ring on his finger, um, he is going to uh, saunter casually over to Irina. Can he get to Irina and um, yeah. his mark? Yeah, you like, can get to his, uh, Irina and his mark. Yeah, it's about 30 feet away. Yep. And I will attack this um, scarecrow. That is giving them some problems. Um, so that is a 10 plus uh, 9, so 19 to hit. That hits. Um, I rolled a 7, so 14 piercing damage, 2 lightning damage, and then poison? What are we doing? Poison with has poison? no effect on the scarecrows. They are immune yeah, to poison. I didn't think so. Yeah, the spider venom yeah. splashes all over its body, and these wooden, made of straw constructs do not seem to be affected by the poison. But the lightning and the the magic of the spear causes this grievous wound inside its chest, and it does stumble back for a second. Um, second attack. <laughs> Tom's uh, looking is, at me uh, like he was giving Rhiannon shit for the bark skin thing, and all this time I'm like. I can't wait till that no, poison play comes into the bark skin. No, but you made a face. Yeah. You made a face. It was, no, it was something that Rhiannon wouldn't have known. Like that, uh, yes, was AC <laughs> yeah. was higher than the bark skin yeah. would give. But I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> I was thinking and about you wouldn't it have well. known that scarecrows are immune to poison. So it all plays out. I mean, there was that little bit where Mark was like, yeah, you don't get 2d6 because this thing is a construct and isn't living, Kim. <laughs> it's fine. Um, anyway. doesn't matter anyway. We're going to die in the next round. Uh, I rolled a 12 uh, plus 9 is it's... that. Um, I rolled a 5 uh, plus 7, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um, uh, spear damage and 4 lightning damage. And then can I also just, uh... Ismark, Irina, get away, go, run! Yep, yep, you call out to them, um, and they they definitely will uh, try and do that. Uh, they, they, unfortunately, uh, Irina, so Ismark uh, will, he's going to try and do something, because right now the Scarecrow is still threatening him and Irina. If they try and run, they'll get, it will get an opportunity attack. So Ismark will basically try and shoulder barge it away from Irina. He's going to try and make a shove action so that she can get away. Um, 
versus its strength. And he does. He kind of shoulder barges this thing into the wall of the ruined mansion. So you and, and Ismark are now between it and Irina. Um, and he just, he turns and he's like, Irina, go to Rose and Jesper. We can hold this thing off. And then Ismark is just like, I'm not leaving you here, dog's body. And he spins his flare around and uh, he's going to make one <laughs> one more attack. It's a miss, uh, oh, but he still like tries. Uh, you know, it smashes into the stone, the flail kind of like knocking out loose wall stones and things like that. Uh, Irina will listen. Uh, she's not stupid. She understands what's going on. She will uh, rush out into the gardens following Rose and Jesper. Um, and seeing that Jesper is heavily poisoned, she will cast Healing Word uh, on Jesper at second level. But not for a lot of hit points, I'm afraid. That was awful. Uh, 2d4 plus, what is it, 4? That's 6 hit points, Jesper. Ho, ho! Wow. Two ones. <laughs> I know why we keep Irina around. <laughs> um, but as a bonus action, she will also bardic inspiration. She just kind of lets out this operatic aria, uh, which uh, magically instills Jesper you with a bardic inspiration die, which is a d6. All right, cool. Uh, but that's it and she's just behind Rose so she's currently like in the order of fleeing um, Ismark and Dog's body are inside the mansion with one of these scarecrows um, uh, Irina is then just about leaving the mansion Rose is outside just behind Jesper in the gardens Jesper is in the gardens surrounded by snakes uh, giant spider is still outside the pen um, and uh, Maya Rhiannon is out in the gardens next to Jesper as well, just to give you a kind of rundown of where everybody is currently. Um, Spider Maya. Um, <clears throat> so I was next to Dog's Body before uh, Dog's Body ran away, so I don't think there's any scarecrows next to me. Um, there are not. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try and flee. Once I telepathically hear the Maya say, "Protect the Sun Sword," I want to head towards the Sun Sword. Um, sure. So would I, with 40 feet of movement, get close to a, a snake, I guess? No, you'll be able to get to next to uh, just behind Rose with 40 feet. Um, other one right. had, uh, other Maya had 60 feet of movement that turn. In that case, I'll just hold an action to um, bite something that comes near. Okay. And I will cool. put two legs in the air and sort of flick them like a little spider mating dance. Like, hey, attack this. <laughs> sure. Uh, the two, the the four snakes that Jesper disturbed are going to focus on their their prey, which is currently Jesper. Like they they've already bitten him several times. Um, they're going to unfortunately keep trying to do that. Uh, I need to get their stats up. Here they are. Uh, so Jesper, hit. eighteen to hit. I hits. <laughs> uh, that's eight piercing damage and another con save for me, please. Oh. It was out of the three directions. This was the worst one to flee. <laughs> Nine. That's ten more poison damage, I'm afraid. Um, okay. That's 22 to hit. That's another eight piercing damage and another con save, I'm please. Down. Yep. Um, yes, we're down. Now that's interesting. So the bite damage took you down, yes? Yes, not the you poison. You still need to make a con save. Nine. You take an automatic death saving throw as you take poison damage from the bite. 
Okay. You see, like, this snake just bite onto the Jesper's thigh. He goes pale white and just falls to the ground and is convulsing foam and spittle at the corner I'm of his like mouth. A, I'm like a birch tree now. Yeah. Uh, sensing that this foe is dealt with, the other two snakes will turn to Rose, and they're going to go for Rose now. Uh, so you get a held action, Tom, as the spider. Yeah. Uh, that was just a bite, so I will bite... Uh, with my bite, when I bite, I do bite damage. <laughs> wow! Biting twelve to hit. Twelve to hit um, is not enough. The the snake kind of <laughs> whips itself to the side. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> These ropes, damn it! These All danger ropes. Rose, These that's no twenty one to hit you. I'm afraid. Yep. Seven piercing damage, and I need you to make a con save. Sixteen on the con save. Okay, you take five poison damage because it's a successful save. And the second snake. I've rolled better with these snakes than I have with some of my bad guys in Erois. Um The second snake does miss, however. It's only a ten to hit. So the second snake kind of leaps forward to try and bite you and you manage to kind of jump back as it does so. Um, those of you, uh, Dog's Body still in the mansion, you can see that giant walking cabin is slowly making its way towards you. Um, it, it isn't going particularly fast, but it is coming. Um, kind of. It's not at the top of my uh, problems list, my priority list right now, Mark, if I'm honest. No, I understand. Yes, <laughs> uh, but I need you to make a death saving throw for me, please, as it is your round. It's all right. Nat 20. Is oh, oh my god! <laughs> it really is as well. Oh it really yes. is. It's a net twenty, baby. Yes. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> There's something. Your hand is still gripped around the hilt of the sun sword, and you can feel yourself in unconsciousness. And it's almost a welcome peace, right? There was pain, so much pain, and then there's just blessed like nothing. And then you can just feel that warm kiss of sunlight on your skin. You know, when it's a sunny day and you just feel that kind of warm tingle against your skin and it spreads through your fingertips and you can hear that voice of Madame Ava, not yet. And you kind of grip the sword and your eyes snap open and you kind of sense, you can feel the snake still around you, but coming to consciousness. Um, I believe that's at the start of your turn. So that brings me to consciousness one hit point it's what you are on one hit point all right Uh, and the snakes seem to have moved on to two of them uh, are still next to you two of them have moved on to rose because they didn't have a chance to move after they bit all right i'm gonna attack one of them like kind of swiping on the floor with my sun sword yeah like grip yeah i would say you have advantage on this attack because they think you are dead oh it's a nat 20 uh, 29. <laughs> Two in a row! Two in a row, baby! What? Yeah. Whoa. I love it. Uh, Amazing. I did some coding, and now it's uh, always nat 20. It works. Uh, <laughs> right, well, I mean, you're going to hit the snake, so give me that sweet, sweet damage roll. All right. So that is... <laughs> I rolled a one. Nat one Seven. on the damage, though. <laughs> but the... uh, it's doubled, What's right? It's the max damage. Yeah, well, it's, we do the crit rule, so it's it's max damage it's on the die. and then plus six, so... Uh... 14. 14 plus whatever you just rolled. Seven. So 21 points 21, of damage. Yeah. You chop one of the snakes in half. You just 
and it just splits. Like, you cut the nope rope firmly in twain, and it dies immediately. <laughs> Danger noodles! I my half... Actually, no, I would get my secondary attack uh, straight after. The snake so, uh... is aware of you now. This snake is now aware of oh, you, yeah. no advantage. This is my, like, offhand attack of the No, this is attack. your second attack with a sunsword. You get two attacks with a sunsword and then a bonus action with your dagger. Because you have extra attack, right? Well, that's the dagger for after. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep that roll, but we'll do, do 15 the 15 for the sunsword. sunsword. That, uh, that hits. Yep, the second you kind of okay. lean over, you roll one way, strike that one, lean over the other way and strike the next one next to you. 14 with the sunsword. You chop that one in half. It just cleaves through it, kind of sending this radiant mist up into the air. Right, and I stand up for half my movement at this point. Mm-hmm. So you're and 20 feet what is, uh, is Spider Druidy Boy being attacked by another snake? Is that right? Rose is being attacked by Rose two snakes, attacked. but they're 30 feet case, away from you. I will use uh, 20 feet of movement to get uh-huh. as close as I can and prepare myself to do more. Okay, you could throw your dagger if you wanted to. But yeah, I'll throw my dagger. dagger. Screw it, I'll okay. throw the dagger. So keep that 17, so you hit... All right, sweet. And that is six points of piercing damage. Okay, it doesn't quite kill the snake, but it kind of thuds into its tail and, you know, uh, almost pins it to the ground for a moment, and you can see the snake writhe in pain. (laughs) Okay, cool. That's me. Uh, All right, Rose, you're up. Um, is there a way that I can skirt the snake and get next to Jesper? Or no? Well, the two of them are Without... on you right now. No, so the the two so of them are next skirt. to you. They're attacking. Okay, you. well, I'll hit I'll hit the one that Jesper just got got pinned yep. with the dagger. I'll uh, oh. hit it with my sword. Can I transfer my Slayer's Prey onto it? Yes, I believe you can do that. Um, and that is fourteen plus nine. Wait, no, fourteen that plus hits. seven. Sorry, um, yep, that to hits. hit. Um. Seven damage on the first strike. With that, you pierce it through its the top of its head, bringing the short sword down. Um, you just finish it off. Whatever pain and injury it sustained from the dagger throw, you finish it off. Can I move my prey onto the other one? You can. As long as that's <laughs> uh, a free action to do. I think it automatically moves if something's dead. Sure, check it, check it in between your next turn. So just oh, no, wait, it's a bonus it. action, so... Okay, wait, so you've done it the once. the first time each turn, I take the benefit... Uh, it just says the benefit lasts until you finish a short or long rest or if you designate a different creature. So it the bonus action bonus. was spent oh, okay. at the very start. Oh, okay, in that case, yeah, it's a, I think it's, it's, it sounds like it's a free action to just move it. I think, yeah. Um, okay. So the next one is 15 plus 7 to hit. That hits. So not very hard to hit, unless you're a spider. <laughs> eight damage with the sword, and then ooh six with Slayer's prey. So fourteen damage total. Mm-hmm. You skin it like you split it in half. You just kind of like drive the short sword down, and then whoosh, like with a flick of the wrist, nice. it just whoosh, cuts the snake in half, um, leaving it like a dissected uh, corpse on the ground. All the snakes are dead. <laughs> Okay, and I will use my movement just to go and, I guess, stand next to Jesper for next now. Jesper. 
you move up yeah. next to Jesper. Sure. Okay. Yep. Easily done. Uh, you move ahead. Uh, anything? Else? I think that's pretty much everything you can do, right? Yes, I have done everything. Two, three, four. Um, scarecrows still running in from the mist. Uh, they, they're basically just spending all their turn to run uh, full pelt as quickly as they can. Uh, the one inside the mansion will uh, make... Um, hmm. Oh, no. It would probably use its its fear gaze now. Yeah. Uh, Ismark and Dog's Body, I need you to make wisdom saving throws, please. Ismark fails. Oh, no. Uh, 13. Oh, uh, 13 you succeed dog's body but you see ismark like he glances back to his sister and then when he turns this burlap stitched mask is right in his face and you just see uh what i because he's got one of his eyes covered up ismark goes white with fear and his body freezes in place he's paralyzed cool the other scarecrows um... spend all their movement babala sagas go uh, she flies overhead um, at a rapid speed uh, and will look down at everybody. Ah. Perhaps she kind of looks in, in Jesper's direction. That sword, that sword cannot be allowed to exist. No. Oh I feel... No. It's he's so bad, him. but I'm just like... <laughs> It, he's alive and he's got the sun sword and this is like the worst fucking thing but I think oh, this is what she would do when you attack me thing um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw Jesper she raises a single finger and a beam of black light streaks out towards you oh fuck uh, you're holding yeah. the sun sword like she knows what this means 13 uh, okay I, I don't even really want to roll the damage because it doesn't matter um I'm going to roll it just because I want to see. And chat will freak out. I've got out. one HP mark. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess we just want to know how dead you are, like though. Your... Oh, right, yeah. Uh, no, I it doesn't to... matter. Uh, 14. 45 is my max. Wait, isn't this the one that when you get to zero with it, it just insta-kills you? Regardless? <gasps> mm. Oh. Yeah. That's angry, isn't it? I mean, it was going to be 59 necrotic damage. However, when this... It's killed by this spell, this is Finger of Death. It rises as a zombie uh, immediately, basically. So you watch as this black beam strikes Jesper in the chest, and Jesper, everything just goes black. You just feel everything go black. You feel your body almost kind of distend from you as you see this scene unfold as your spirit joins the mists of Barovia. You feel your very essence being pulled into the mists. You see dozens of other Vistani almost waiting for you in open arms and it, there's a sense of relief as you're kind of welcomed in by family um, and they they know what's happened to you, there is a sense of grief and remorse but as you're kind of enveloped you watch as your own body clutching the sun sword stands up and begins making its way towards the others bearing the sun sword um, <laughs> yeah Ooh, I'm glad he's He's actually celebrating it. It's awful. <laughs> uh, and it's evil. It's under it's under Babala Saga's control. It specifically states in the spell. You've met the Maya, right? The Maya's not under Babala Saga's control. Um 
I, I just, love the I fact. basically want to end up with a party of monsters. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I'm out. I'm done. In, in, in a so story done. way, this is amazing. Because if Jesper can kill the party... <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'll be happy as a player. Jesper! Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's pretty much Babala Saga's oh, go. So Rhiannon, and Maya, Maya, you see Jesper go down. You see his bloody body just turn pale and white. And then a few moments later, his eyes pure black. He just kind of like gets up and starts lurching towards you and Rose. Would would Maya know what a zombie is? Would would they have any understanding of what's just happened? I think considering would... you're so connected and your whole thing is you you guys don't like undead because it's not part of yeah. the Maya, this that is not a natural body. That is not a body that the Maya can consume or that the Maya is going to be returned to the land. That is an unnatural thing that is coming towards you. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Okay. So... Upon seeing that, I think Maya would see it as like Jesper defying them in a way. Like it's not natural, you know. Like that. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's defied the natural order of things. Mm -hmm. So uh, and he wields the sun sword. He's got the sun sword. Really... He's got the sun sword. You want the sun swordery. Wouldn't that be really tasty for the Maya? I'm going to cast darkness around us. Okay. So in like a 15 foot sphere surrounding, like starting at you me and, and Jesper and then and in rows and then yeah. Yeah, so, so just to give a positioning, you and Rosa stood next to each other. Jesper's about 10 feet away from you. And then the others are all actually... No, uh, no and then Spider Guy Jesper. is with you. Yeah. So, I'm no. standing right oh, next Oh, yeah, to you Jesper. moved up to him, didn't you? You moved up next to him. God, I'm okay. right next to Jesper. So Rose and Jesper are next to each other. You're sort of like 10 feet away from them. And then Spider Boy is 30 feet from them as well. So about 20 feet behind you. So... If you move up to Rose and Jesper, you can cast darkness around all three of you. You could, if you move ten feet up to them, you could surround yourself with that that darkness. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, all right. So you move up. Um, okay, so you move up next to them and you conjure this darkness. Now, there's one thing I need to check on darkness. And can you read it? Um, the Sun Sword Trot. It's. Um, does it say anything about dispelling magical darkness? Um, oh, this is all lore. Um, all right, hang on. I'll see if I can get it because I think it's a sun blade. I think it's based on yeah. Come on, Windows. Stop messing with me here. Uh, sun blade, isn't it? I think it's based on. Yeah. It just tells me so about it. luminous braid emits bright light stuff. in a fifteen-foot radius and dim light. The light is sunlight. Okay, all right. So it's, it doesn't say it specifically counters darkness. Okay, so what we see is 
the mire, this this swarm of insects just spreads out from the mire and almost creating like a dome of buzzing black-shelled beetles and flies. It tries to blot out uh, the very light around it and creates this fear of darkness around it. Rose, you're, you are blinded. You immediately cannot see anything. You just see the mire move up to you and then there is just darkness. Um, even the, the light of the sun sword cannot be seen. It's just completely gone. Uh, that's your action, Re. Is there anything else you would like to do? Uh, that is... That's my turn. All done. Thank you all. Okay. Uh, dog's body. Um, okay. I'm not entirely sure uh, how I would action this, but can I... Seeing um, Ismark go rigid, I guess. Yep. Can I grab him and try and carry, like, start running away with mm. him? Um, like, if I kind of you can. sling him over my shoulder. You'll provoke an opportunity mm. attack, and I'd probably say it's harder to defend yourself, yeah. so I'll give him advantage on the opportunity mm. attack, but it would just be the one opportunity attack. Um, okay, um, and, and would this be an action? Because I'm just wondering if I can get a cheeky little healing hands in there on myself. I'm going to say to grab a fully grown man and carry him and move out, probably going to be closer to an action here. I'm not going to make you roll for it because you're strong enough, but like, I don't think you're going to have time to like conjure the magic to heal yourself and grab Ismark and pull him away and make a run for it. Yeah. Um, but once you've moved um, away, next turn. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it helps, but I have like feral strength and um, feral might. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll. Like, I'm not going to make you do an athletics check to yeah. carry him because his marks like got his armor, his gear. Like, you're probably carrying close to like 200 and something pounds, like 300 pounds or something. But rather than make you roll for it, I'm just going to say it's your full action to grab him, turn your back to the scarecrow, and just run for it and let this thing kind of try and rake you across the back. Um, I'll do that then. Okay, uh, it does hit, um, but you are resistant to slashing in your current form. Um, that's seven half to three. You take three points of slashing damage as you grab his mark and kind of thing. Now, I probably say that even with all your strength, carrying him for a long time is going to quickly be tiring. Like, if you try and dash, yeah. um, you know, the more you try and dash, if you just move 30 feet, no, no problem. If you try and dash with him too many times, it's probably going to be like constitution saving throws. Um, but yeah, you can move your, your full movement. Um, um yeah, I, I can move 40 feet, uh, being a werewolf. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, while I'm grabbing him, I'll just be like kind of shouting at him like, come on, wake up, buddy, wake up, come on, let's go. <laughs> sure, and then you basically um, yeah, want to dash outside as well. Yeah, so if, as far as my movement, take, although sure. I guess I need to be near Irina, don't I? So can I still you could, be near You could stop Irina? next to Irina. Yeah, you could you could like stop next to Irene. She's thirty feet away from the scare scarecrow, so. Yeah. Pretty lady, a heel might be nice. <laughs> I uh, can feel the voices calling. Uh, she looks around, and you can see her just staring at what's happened. And you don't—you've not seen what happened to Yesper oh, yeah. yet, Dog's body. Yeah. She's just staring into this sphere of darkness, and then as you kind of get next to her, and you're calling out like pretty lady i need him she like blinks and then she turns and she's like yes yes you need to be healed uh she's gonna use a second level healing word for uh eight hit points yay 
Dog's body. Alright, just gotta keep away from that blood frenzy. You need to make sure that you look after Rose and his mark. And after she heals you as a bonus action, she is going to start moving out outside the mansion in the direction of Babalasaga. Wait, what? Uh, the Maya. Arena. Arena. <clears throat> Maya. Uh, so we're on the same page, Maya. When you say Yo. uh, this new Jesper is unnatural, are we talking like bad guy unnatural or like, you know, kill on sight kind of bad? Just want to be on the same page, Maya. Yeah, he, no, he's, he's defied the natural course of things, Spider Maya. He came back ah. from the dead. He's now depriving us of food, the Maya. Got you, Fly Maya. <laughs> Got you, Fly Maya. Um, in that case, I fly will run. Wire, <laughs> I will run into the darkness. Oh, and as a spider, I have blind vision or blind sight for ten feet, oh. and I will okay. uh, chow down on Jesper. Okay. <laughs> so make you you don't suffer the penalties of being blind. You can make an attack roll as normal. Nice. Oh, for the love of fuck! Five. <laughs> like uh, an unnaturally strong. Like he does seem to retain some of that kind of grace, um, and he kind of dodges to the side as this giant spider more kind of bites beside him. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, and that's me. I haven't you done once with this goddamn spider. Maybe don't be a spider. <laughs> uh, zombie uh. Jesper, Trot, I would like you to roll a d20 for me, please. Hell yeah, Will. Uh, this is 19. Okay, now who's the most likely target? Well, it's under Babalasaga's command. She knows that Rose is there. It's probably going to be against Rose. Um, uh, would a 19 hit, Rose? Yeah. <laughs> of course it what damage does this? What damage do you normally do with a sunsword, Trot? What's your, your damage? 8 plus 6. Wait, isn't uh, everyone in darkness right now, though? Oh, wait, advantage. Yeah, yeah okay. He is. Sorry. Yeah, zombie is. Um... Uh, what's your strength score, Jasper? What do you? What's your normal attack? Is it like use Dex for the Sunsword, don't you? Yes. So what's your Dex score? Nine plus nine is the attack. Uh, it's uh, nineteen. It's my Dex. When you have zombie okay. stats next. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. So Sunsword is. Uh, right. Sorry. Hang on. I've got to figure this out because it's he's using the Sunsword, but he has a zombie stats. Um, so well, zombie dex is up. six minus two. Oh, but he can use strength as well. I've got the zombie stats up here. Oh, Tom. plus one. Don't don't you be okay. worrying about me, my boy. Don't you be worrying. Uh, I've just loaded I've up it, zombie for it my own benefit. Out. Yeah, no, he's using strength as a zombie, which is thirteen. It's plus one. So your proficiency bonus. I guess you would still use the basic attack of this, but the sun sword. Does it have like any inherent bonuses? Um, like magic bonuses. Is it not okay, plus one? Does. That's it's what I was trying to one. see. Uh. So your proficiency bonus is plus three, and then you're adding okay, plus four. Uh, it looks like it's a plus two weapon, actually. Um, oh. So that's going to be 19 plus five is 24. So that's going to hit Rose. And then it's um, the weapon is a D8 plus uh, three. So D8 plus three, please drop. All right. It's five. 
So five points of radiant damage, Rose, as you feel this kind of burning light kind of rake across you um, as the undead Jesper strikes at you from inside the darkness. Uh, but Just it is now your turn. already! It's, well, it's your turn, and you are currently in a big... Just bugs and dark and... Wow, what's going on? I was standing right next to Jesper, so can I make mm-hmm. an attempt to... Knowing that he's a zombie now, can I make an attempt to hit him? Yeah, yeah, uh, you still have disadvantage. Yeah, but in Rose's mind, she's thinking of when Shadow got turned into a vampire and said, Mm -hmm. kill me, don't let me be this, and she's going to do the same for Jasper. Sure, yeah, no, you can absolutely, Um, you still have disadvantage because you are technically blind, but you know exactly where he is, so if you hit, you'll definitely hit. Um, It is a disadvantage. Uh, 18. 18 hits, yep. Oh, is it now zombie stat AC? is zombie status um, yeah. okay eight damage can i move eight over points. my slayer's prey do you have to be able to see the creature to move over your slayer's prey is the question it says if you designate it to a different creature it doesn't say anything about oh you... well it's when you start it's a creature you can see but I don't know if I know about it. I would I'm say sure. that, like, switching it over, probably... I'd say yes, you can You can do it for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just do the Slayer's Prey. Uh, three damage. So, and then the, how much damage from the first attack? Sorry? Uh, eight. Eight plus three, so 11 points. All right, there's a lot going on. Uh, I'm just trying to keep a track of it all. So you definitely feel your short sword, like, impact into something. You feel, like, flesh kind of... Um, can I hit again? Yep, disadvantage. I'm probably not going to hit this time. 15. You still hit? (laughs) It's a zombie. It's not moving very quick. (laughs) Six damage. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Sorry, ten damage. You don't get Slayer's Prey a second time. No, I rolled I rolled a six on my dice plus four. Oh. Oh, okay, yep, so ten points of damage. Uh, so yeah, you hear like something again, you impact against something, whatever you're striking, you're definitely doing damage to it. I'm not sure whether it's dead or not. Um, yeah, um, anything else? She'll probably... Get out of the darkness. Mm, I think she'll probably say to the mire drop this we need to get the weapon that's it okay uh scarecrows they begin making their way in the one that's already inside will chase after dog's body and ismark um kind of chasing after you dog's body and it will make two attacks against you uh that is gonna be a 16 to hit yeah it's 16 hits damn uh, three, four, four points food. of slashing damage, half to two. Natural 20, but you are resistant, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be fine. 14. Oh, 14 damage, half to seven slashing damage. It rakes down your back as you're carrying his mark, desperately trying to get him free, um, pulling him along beside you, but this thing is just jumping on your back, trying to bring you to the ground yeah. as it does so. Uh, the other scarecrows will just move in. And a howl. Uh, okay. 
Baba Lasaga on her turn. So who's outside the dome currently? So um, Irene is just in front of her, um, but inside the darkness, it's both Myers, Rose, and Jesper, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then um, Dog's Body and Ismark are outside. She's not too worried about you two just yet. Um, That's good. She will dispel the darkness because she doesn't know what you're planning. In fact, actually, no, Rose called out to drop the darkness. Um, No, she does this instead. Um, You feel, those of you who are in the dark sphere, the ground around you seems to become soft and earthen and you begin to feel things rising up out of it as she chants this kind of like uh, this kind of ancient deep speech and yeah you feel things beginning to kind of rise out of the darkness the area around you in a 40 foot sphere so kind of a 20 foot sphere around you is now difficult terrain um if you start your turn there something will happen to you um I know. So that's what I she know. will do. Uh, you know. Uh, the Maya, you start your turn there. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay, okay. Maybe I don't know. It's a three, so eight total. <laughs> eight total. Uh, you take nine points of bludgeoning damage as some dark shape crashes against you and wraps around your legs. You are now restrained. Oh. Okie dokie. Ah, uh, but it's your Okey turn. Dokey. You are restrained, but, um, yeah. Uh, you can try and use your action to break free, if you wish, um, or you can make attacks. Uh, restrained means you have disadvantage on attack rolls um, whilst you are restrained, and attack rolls against you have advantage. Um. Oh, man. Oh, God. Just trying to see what I've got. Uh, oh yeah, and can you make a concentration check for the darkness? Actually, thank you, oh, chat. Yeah. There we go. It's gone. The darkness fades. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness vanishes. Uh, so as the darkness, no, no. all these swarms of insects burst away. You see that the area around you is become this like the the swamp has turned this inky black color, and there are all these writhing tentacles in this area around you. One of them has wrapped itself around one of the mires, um, as it is, uh, yeah, around you. The earth is trying to pull me back. No. Um, I'm going to try and break three. Okay. Yep. So it's your action. Uh, and you can use an athletics or an acrobatics check. Nah, nah, just no. Come <laughs> pull yourself free. And this isn't this is like this is magic. This isn't the earth trying to reclaim you. This is some dark witch magic trying to uh crush you um as you feel oh, it down. But yeah. Uh any bonus actions? Uh, I I Uh I'll bonus action cast hail of thorns on myself. Okay. I'll do that. Sure. Dog's body. Nice. Um, did Ismark get any kind of saving throw to snap out of he it? He will this turn. He will this turn. Um, okay, so he's still... He's still, yeah. um... 
paralyzed by fear. Still messed up. Um, and Irina has wandered off to go stand in front of the witch. Okay, cool. She has. Uh, yep. Oh, I don't know what to do. And there's a bad thing behind me. There's lots of bad going on. Um, what, in terms of the, the ring, how much would that influence Dogbody? Because Irina gave him a direct order, right? Like, go. Like, it, you're not under mind control, Dogbody. Right? You just feel comfortable around no. her. You feel, you know, loved yeah, and safe okay. around her. So I leave it Think to you. how much it affects the Zeros. Well, Zeros doesn't have a heart. I cut her so, chest in half. Whereas... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zeros doesn't have a heart. Exactly. Whereas Dog's body loves everyone. Um, I'm going to... I think with Is- Ismark's probably the, the more immediate problem, like still being a rigid little boy. Um, so I think I will continue moving. Um Okay, you can yeah, get to so the edge could... of this inky dark shape, but if you go any further, you're going to be like moving into this, you know, this pit of dark yeah. tentacles that is dominate the gardens. Well, I can, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think Dog's body's dim enough to just drop Ismark. No, in there, that's what I'm so. saying. You would stop at like, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you try and go round it, it will um, slow your movement, so you won't get as far if you try and go round the sides of it. Uh, is there another way I can run as well? Like, if I was to go, say... Uh, you can go to the example, side, like... but it's going to slow you down. You're not going to get much further, because this is a 40-foot radius. So the the distance to catch up to where the rest of the party were is, like, 20 feet. Then you're going to get, like, 20 feet around the side, basically. Now, you can dash and keep trying to get around um, if you want to. Yeah, so with my 40-foot movement, I want to move and dash and just get get Ismark to safety like okay. him safe. you get to the other side of the um, pit this conjured black inky darkness you get to the other side of it which is basically the far end of the gardens um mm-hmm. so you guys are basically like over here now uh you kind of get to the other side of the gardens away from uh the rest of the group um with this great sort of gulf of inky darkness between you mm-hmm. and would i see Jesper? Uh, you, yeah, the darkness went down. You you actually see Rose uh, and the Myers all trying to kill Jesper, who's kind of staggering. It looks like he's like staggering around, not speaking, just kind of swinging his sword wildly. What the fuck happened there? Um, I, Irina, yeah, that's because that's your, that's your action. Yeah, move, yeah. action, yeah. pretty get much in, everything done. In safe. Irina will yep. call up to the witch. Lasaga, I am Tatiana. Take me to Strad. Leave them alone. Take me to him. You know that he will reward you greatly for this. You see the witch's eyes kind of turn down. Oh, wretched thing, you stole my, my boy's heart. But he, he does greatly desire you. But she looks up. Give me the sword and come with me. And I shall leave these wretches to die in Barovia. <laughs> Irina just turns round. This is the only way that you can survive. Give her the sword. I will go with her. 
find a way to stop him. The Maya. Spider Maya. How, how far away is this purple Asago lady? She is about um, 60 feet, I would say. Uh, but it's like up. Like, you can't melee her. She's like 40 feet up in the air, but she's 60 feet away. Uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I don't want her to get the sun sword. Sure. Maya, you agree with her? I don't I don't want to get her the sun sword, no. Don't give it to her. All right. All right. Well, what are you doing, <laughs> Spider Maya? Hit me. Uh, I'll, let her, I'll let them do her, their thing. I think I'm more distracted by... Uh, evil, you're not what you're meant to be, Jesper. Um, so I will come out of spider form, finally, for the love of God. And, is that a bonus action or uh, is that a free action? That is a bonus action to come out of wild shape. Then I'll use okay. my wild shape again to cast a symbiotic entity, uh, which infuses me with 28 temporary HP. Um, and... Makes me do more damage with my circle of spores, which I haven't been doing any of yet. Um, and that is basically my full turn, but when Jesper starts his turn, I'm going to use a reaction to Halo of Spores him. Okay. Well, it is uh, Jesper's turn now. So what, how does the thing work? Okay. So you make a con saving throw. Is this poison damage? It is necrotic damage. Okay, in that case, can you roll a d20 for me, Chris Trot, and add three? Sixteen. Son of a bitch. You know what? <laughs> I'm just not going to roll any attacks ever again. Uh, yeah, it doesn't do the Zeke curse damage. All right. Okay. That's that. Uh, Jesper. Uh, please attack Rose. So uh, it's a d20 plus 5 is the total attack bonus. Of course. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Fucking he loves it. I've, 21. I've 21. <laughs> I'm assuming that hits Rose. Uh, uh, in fact, the zombie uh, Jesper would use the sun sword two-handed. So a d10 plus 5, please. <laughs> Brings it in like a two-handed strike like Darth Vader. <laughs> 11 points. Carves into Rose. Uh, Rose Menandi. Oh, uh, in fact, actually, at the start of your turn, uh, Evard's Black Tentacles. Can you make a deck save for me, please? Uh, <laughs> yes, but. Me? Actually, no, I'd, it, no, it would still affect you. Yeah, it's any creature in the area. All right. So. Yeah, I'll do it. Deck save. Oh, uh, 15. Same. Although my deck uh, well, is what's, but it's, what's the it's roll? Zombie. I rolled a. did I roll? Eight. What does I say? Eight. eight. <laughs> All right. The math. Uh, eight minus two is a fail. Um, so you would take eight points of damage. Can you roll a d20 and add three to it for me, please, Chris Drop? D20 plus three? Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay, so Rose, don't worry about that damage. Heal yourself 11 points of damage as the tentacles grip Jesper's zombified corpse and crush it until it collapses into a pile of guts and gore and the sun sword just clatters down. 
Uh, on your turn, maybe you can try. Um, uh, Maya, uh, you failed on that deck save as well, didn't you? Yeah, so that would have ripped me out of my... 11 bludgeoning form. and you're restrained. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, and yeah, so you, would it would have happened to the spider form. You dropped the spider form, so ignore pretty much all of that. Um, because the damage uh, yeah, would have gone to your spider form. Damage. Oh, oh, no, okay. it goes, it oh, goes the through it as well. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, Jesper. It's some flavor as Jesper's, like, guts are just spilled out everywhere, torn apart by tentacles, can, like, a slow-motion shot of the tarot cards just spill out into the muddy floor. I think even better than that, they get caught on a breeze, and they just... Whisk away. Blown away. Wait, so did did Jesper... Did Jesper die? As in the zombie Jesper's zombified body is ripped apart into pieces. Ah, because if a beast or humanoid that is small or medium dies within 10 feet of me, I can reanimate it. (laughs) It's not a humanoid. It's undead. I wanted to turn Jesper onto my side. Nope. You can't, unfortunately. It's Nosper now, not Jesper. Yeah. So, the big thing that's going to affect whether you can grab the sword, uh, Rose, is I need you to make a dex saving throw. Yeah. Ooh, 17 plus 7. You succeed. Uh, I believe you don't even take half damage in that case. Uh, Yeah, you don't take any half damage. So, you manage to just leap out of the way as one of these tentacles spurts out the ground trying to grab you. You manage to just about dodge it. Uh, What would you like to do on your turn? Grab Sun Sword, please. You pick that up off the ground. Snaps into your hands and say that's a bonus action. There's his equipment, but the tarot, the the tarot Roka deck is blown away by the wind. But his dagger, his satchel, nope. An intestine. Um, I'll pick up his dagger as well. Okay. So yeah, I'd say that that's pretty much like your your turn is to grab that stuff. Can I move? You can move. Yeah. Tentacle ground, please. Uh, you can, yes. You'd basically have to dart to the side, but you can get out of the tentacle gross ground, um, for sure. Just barely managing to cross the threshold. Um, oh, actually, what's your movement? 30 feet. It's difficult terrain. Are you, uh, do you ignore difficult terrain? I can't remember if you ignore any difficult terrain. Uh... Uh... I don't. I don't think you do. So you're five no, feet because it halves your movement. Ah, so you you're like five feet out, like near the edge of this blackness. But you're like trying to. It's like trying to move through a swamp. It's like it's like trying to slow you down, like molasses, as you get through it. Um, I've also just realised the time. By the way, um, do you want to just yeah, finish one more round <laughs> and then? Yeah, should we finish one more round and see where we are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I can go One on forever, more Mark. episode. I'm an ethereal <laughs> force. <laughs> you are indeed. <clears throat> Dog's body. Your scarecrow friend comes chasing after you. It can't attack you, but it just spends oh its whole guy. turn running after you, keeping behind you. Uh, the other scarecrows all begin to close in. Uh, it looks like one's going to try and move to try and maybe cut off uh, Rose, if she's moving to the side, but they're not quite there yet. They're still about 200 feet away. 
um, as they all basically make a rush for it. Yeah, but this scarecrow gets right next to you. So again, you're going to have to either disengage or do something to get away from it. And then it's Babala Saga's go. There's Mark up too. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, he does come out of it this turn. So the, the Paralyst oh, we- wears off and he kind of like, ah, what is happening? Irina! What are you doing? And he's like reaching out to her and he's like, Dogs will get off of me. And he's like kind of like throwing himself off you, but he is out of it. Um, and it will be his turn actually coming up. Uh, but it's Babala Saga's go first. You heard your pretty little friend. Give me the sword. I will take her. I will spare your lives. It's not like you have much time left here in Barovia anyway. Still, I didn't promise I wouldn't hurt them until I have the sword. And she's going to bring up her hand. Now, let's see. That is a concentration spell. What is not a concentration spell? You see another orange bead flicks up in her hand, and she's going to lob a fireball down to Myers. No, because actually she won't do that because she's seen that you're resistant to it. Um, She will instead launch (laughs) a bolt of lightning to strike the... um, uh, no, she'll use blight. Um, <laughs> one, two, three. I'll roll a d6. Rhiannon, one, two. Spending, Tom, three, four. Rose, five, six. She, she's Can you make a constitution actually. saving throw, please, Katie? Kill oh, me, shit. kill me, kill me. Uh, shit, oh, I failed spirit. it. Um, five. <laughs> oh, God, no. 35 necrotic damage to you, Rose. Oh, I'm on one hit point. You feel just life being pulled out of you um, as uh, as you watch all of this happen. Um, and she just cackles gleefully. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, the Mire, at the start of your turn, you're already restrained, uh, Rhiannon. You take... That's going to be 12 points of bludgeoning damage at the start of your turn. And you are still restrained. I need to get out. I, th- I imagine, like, this is probably the most animated, I guess, you'd seen the Maya so far after, like, Jesper dropping the sword and then Rose having it and then knowing Barbara Saga wants it. Like, I'm almost like, eh, like a rabid Scrambling animal. Like, trying it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, I'd like to try and escape as desperately as I can, please. <gasps> I think I might. I think I might. Yeah. 20. Okay, you managed to... You are no longer restrained. Um, that's your action. You still have your movement, but it is difficult terrain. So it's 20 feet to get okay. out of this blackness that's around you. Um, and you move at half speed. Yeah. Can I use my fly nimbus? And can I try and hover out of it? <laughs> mm, how far can you move on that? Is it like just your full movement? Uh, it's a flying speed of 10 feet. Okay, so as long as you stay aloft, you can... 10 feet is not going to be enough to get you out, but you can be out no. of the, the ground, basically. Um, yeah. This thing still might be able to, like, grab you, but you can definitely start moving mm. out of it as, as much as you can. 10 how feet's far not would... going to be quite enough. How far would 30 feet get me? It wouldn't get me out, out would it? It would get. It would be the same as Rose, because it's halved, because it's difficult to yeah. rain. You'd be 5 feet from the edge of this radius. Like, you'd be, like, <sighs> ah, like so close oh, to the edge. Yeah. 
Yeah, I th okay, I think I think I'll claw my way out then, but can I go to like, towards Rose? Just like Yeah, yeah. So you son. and Rose are next to each other, like trying to pull yourself free, like just barely so close to the edge of this this mire that yeah. she's created. Um okay, great. Dog's body. It's a mire in the mire. How far away am I from uh Rose? You went to the other side of this like darkness, so you would have been 20 feet from the center, so going around the outside would probably be about 30 feet uh, around the side, and then she's five feet in, so. So can I get to her in one... You could, but you'd be stepping inside the inky blackness. Um, do I have to? Can I you not, get like, next stay on the outside and give her my spear to, she's like, She's five feet away. Out? You could try, but there's no guarantee. There's not an automatic thing, like, you know. She, you won't be touching her. You won't be next <sighs> to her. You'd be five, you'd be like just about, yeah, five, ten feet um, away. Can I shout at Ismark and just kind of like try and restrain him, like slap him on the chest and be like, She told us to go. You can't save her if she, if you're dead. Come on, Ismark, mm -hmm. help me. Get away. We can regroup. We can get her back. She's not coming with us. Um, without the sword, we have nothing. We can't defeat the devil without it. Then you go for that, I'm going for Rose. Um, and then I'll go for Rose. And I will, do you know what, fuck it. I will um, grab in to grab Rose. And as I okay. touch her, can I cast um, healing hands? Healing hands, lay on hands, magic hands. First thing you need to do is do a, Seven a dexterity saving. First thing you need to do is a dexterity saving throw. As soon as you step into this black mire, this the tentacles try and grab you. Uh, 12 plus 6 uh, 18 plus 6 for your deck save yeah Damn. I've got plus 5 nice. on my decks and I've got plus 1 um, from wolf Earth. you have plus 5 on um, decks oh cause you is it one of yeah. your proficient saving throws yeah. nice um, yeah I'm and that so boy. the total was what was it on the saving uh, throw 16 16 yeah 16. Yeah. That's not enough. DC 17. One, not enough! Yeah. Uh, not enough. Uh, so that's three, six, eight. Eight points of bludgeoning damage, and you are restrained. Now, I'd say oh, that because you are right um, next to Rose, you can still try and heal her, um, but you are, mm -hmm. like, locked in place by these <clears> tentacles. Oh, apparently it was 18. It was 18. Chat is yelling it was 18, so you are 18. not restrained. Oh, you don't take 18. the damage. Um. Okay, and then, yeah, can I uh, grab a... I don't know how much of this I can do. Grab her, pull her out, heal. Uh, so you five feet of movement in, um, you heal her, and then yes, you can you can basically just about get her onto the outskirts of this this effect, this spell effect. Yes. Okay. Uh, seven. That's hit the points, turn. Enjoy that. Seven hit. It's the RP. Just think of it as the RP. This big big dog, big loving dog. Thanks. Buddy. Hello. <sighs> Hello, love. Pulling free. Um, Let's get you out of there, shall we? Irina will point her rapier at her throat. You take me, leave the sword with them, or I kill myself here. And then you explain to, to Strahd what has, what has occurred. And she just is holding the, the blade at her throat. Um, Abelisaga looks. She would not. You wouldn't dare. She seems to be unnerved by that. Harm them again. I will kill myself. And then you can explain to your 
son, what has happened? Spidermeyer, at the start of your turn, uh, are you already restrained, Spidermeyer? Uh, I you am. Succeed. Yeah. You take. No, I'm restrained. Seven points of bludgeoning damage. You are restrained. Oof. Owie. My bones. Um, can I? Uh, I want to cast, with a bonus action, I want to cast Grasping Vine towards, uh, as far as I can go, um, towards, like, anyone that's inside the marsh, uh, Maya TM. And, uh, I want to use it to pull people out of the marsh, including myself. Well, you are in the marsh, so you'd be pulling that's what I mean, I want to... No, no, I can cast it 30 feet away from me, and then anything within 20 feet of it, so I'll cast it 20 feet away from me, and then use it to pull me out of the marsh. Right, interesting. Okay. Was it called Grasping Vine? Grasping Vine. Concentration up to a minute, bonus action to cast, conjure a vine that sprouts from the ground in an unoccupied space of my choice. And when I cast it, I can direct the vine to lash out and uh, lash out at a creature within 30 feet of it, and it pulls it 20 feet. Cool, and you can just voluntarily uh, fail the saving throw. So yeah, you could pull yourself free. Um, yeah. Yep. So you want to do that to yourself uh, first? Uh, I think I'm the furthest in this marsh, right? Yeah, you were all kind uh, of in the middle. Sort of she, she centered it on you guys, so you guys are all in the middle. It's twenty feet from the middle to the at to the edge. Unless, unless in using this, would this pull Rose out of the marsh? Rose is already out of the marsh. I've already got her out. Dog's body oh, okay, fine. Out. Okay, then I'll do it to myself. Yeah, I'll do it to okay. myself then. Yeah, so you conjure this um, vine. Yeah, you're, it sprouts you're the out from the ground. It grabs around you and pulls you out, basically, um, freeing you. Um, and I'd say, yeah, like, uh, the only thing is you're being held by her spell. This thing's trying to pull you out. You're voluntarily failing the saving throw against this thing, but you're still restrained. Roll a d20 and add your spell casting mod. So add your wisdom modifier. See whose spell is stronger. Uh, does it matter that mine's fourth level and hers is probably like tenth level? No, I'm not going to say for this. I'll, I'll say you're just trying to beat her spell DC. Twenty. You then the, the the vine you manage to break hold of the black tentacles around you and you pull yourself free. Um, and you hey, what emerge up, onto the Got my own rope. You got your own note rope. Perfect. Um, anything else? Uh, I'll use. Is there a skeleton within 120 feet that I can see? Not skeleton. A um, skeleton. Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Uh, yeah, there is actually. Sure, I'll just chill touch it. 18 to hit. Well, wasn't it your action to grasp Gasping Vine? Oh, no, it's a bonus action. Nice. Bonus action, yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, 18 hits. Hits. Hits Scarecrow. Uh, five damage. Necrotic damage. That is enough. That is damage. enough to kill it. The one that was chasing after Dog's body, the chill touch yep. just breaks whatever magic's holding it apart, and it, it splinters and, and falls down to the ground. Man, um, I love that 120 foot oh. range chill touch. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, and with that, I think that because we have gone on a half an hour, we'll have to end it here. Um, with a very tense yeah. standoff. Yeah. Irina yeah. kind of threatening herself, Barbara Saga kind of thinking over what she's going to do. Um, I'm imagining Rose is on, what, eight hit points? Dog's body, how many you got left? Yeah. Um, 35. Ask me. Yeah, Myers, what hit points are you guys on? 
Uh, I'm above max at the moment. You're on I'm 10? On, uh, like... Oh, you're on 10? Yeah. Yeah, Ree, I've got, yeah. Some, I've got yeah. a question for you. Hello. You want to wanna deal some damage to Babala Saga? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Nah. I don't know, man. I was... You know... You, you do that... you, Ree. Don't wondering. listen to Tom. I'm... Oh, your own me. Maya. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's not her own Maya. That's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that started off, I was like, okay, maybe they'll be all right. And then it got bad, and then it got worse, and then it got okay again, and then it got worse, and now it's kind of okay again? And we'll see what's going to happen. Honestly, after just recent events, I think it's better than it's ever been. Just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I love Jesper. <laughs> Things are better than ever. <laughs> Um, I don't think yeah, anything bad happened. Was just, it was one of those ones where, like, Jesper holding the sun sword up, like, look at me, yeah. I've got the sun sword, that she yeah. knows is, like, something that Strahd hates, and you running away, I was like, she would absolutely fucking do this to, like, just kill you and just... Well, yeah. So, it was it was yeah. too good so, a hey, moment. Trot. What am I? What am I? What am I? <laughs> You I would like to not Maya. have a third Maya. I would prefer not oh. to have a third Maya. Boo. I think that, that takes away from. Mass. I think it takes <laughs> away from dead. the cool thing that Tom and Rhee have done. Yeah. Uh, I think that Trot knows oh, the module well and he can come up with a cool character. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I think I more, more people playing the Maya <laughs> only adds to it. No, it no. cannot get I'm worse. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to put a firm no, no on that. Uh, <laughs> We'll find out how this whole debacle uh, plays out next week. Maybe next week's the last episode. Maybe it's just the beginning. Uh, we'll find out next week. Um, Till then, take care. We love you. We'll see you Sunday. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.